Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communication, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant uh, good evening, everybody. Blake Gassaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith, as we are just about 10 minutes away or so from getting the uh, start of this non-league action here at historic Ernie Vivian Field as the Jefferson City Renegades hosting the Jeff City Legends, a team comprised of area players. And uh, there'll be a few names you'll recognize as a few uh, former Renegades and uh, one of the Renegades assistant coaches will be uh, suiting up and playing for the Legends in a game that we said non-league game, but uh, it'll be fun nonetheless. The sun has not been a problem here uh, for our pregame. However, it is still uh, it's rather warm, but uh, anything beats facing the sun like we did on Wednesday night. Yeah, you could hardly see down the first baseline, but yeah, it's a bit of an overcast here. We're kind of all waiting to see if it's, if it's going to rain, but... It feels nice now. It's a little bit humid, but still good weather to play baseball, and I'm excited to see the Renegades play. Well, I brought the trash bags just in case, and we do have the luxury here is there there is a, a small roof that is above us here, but uh, definitely don't want to have to rely on that 100%. It's quite a ways up there, and uh, most likely, too, if it is uh, uh, raining, I can see some sky uh, directly above our table, but unless it rains straight down, it's going to rain uh, diagonal most likely which will be on our stuff but so far our fingers crossed and uh, we, we've we've been able to dodge the storm so far the field looks great it's ready and 
We said it's going to be a, a great night for baseball. As you said, a little overcast and a little humid. But uh, I think as as uh, we go on, it's going to cool off a little bit. There is a slight breeze. It'll be going right to left on your radio dial, on your media center, or on your uh, Apple or Google Play capable app. It will be going, as I said, right to left. As I mentioned that, it kind of kicks up a little bit. But that uh, doesn't mean that there won't be any balls having a chance to be hit out of here. As uh, Wednesday night, the wind was, was blowing directly in, and we still saw several home run balls uh, Wednesday night, so uh, with it blowing right to left, that definitely is an opportunity to uh, have the ball leave the ballpark. Yeah, like you said, we all thought it wasn't going to be much of a home run day on Wednesday with the wind blowing in, but we ended up seeing a home run by Carter Mize and a grand slam by the Griffins. So we'll see if that happens tonight with the wind blowing a different way, but it'd be you great never to know. Yeah. You never know. And the wind does tricky things, too. This this field, it's elevated a little bit as we sit um, down uh, about a foot and a half, two foot uh, below the playing surface. But great-looking field. The staff, uh, the maintenance crew, the staff with uh, Jefferson City Parks and Rec, they do a great job keeping the field looking great. And also the players and the coaching staff doing a great job of helping getting it ready and getting it painted uh, before the action and getting the batter's boxes and everything else leveled out and get those sprayed as well. As we said here at Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City, of course, uh, down the uh, lines, it's 300. And as we go around, it's 340 and then 375 out in dead center field. So it is a ballpark that can have balls go out. We've seen a couple of home runs uh, so far this season by the Renegades, so they are capable of uh, sending it out. Really, I think the big uh, question for tonight's game is is uh, really, I guess I would say, the Achilles heel almost uh, for the Renegades has been the pitching. And uh, on the mound tonight, they will have the uh, starter in uh, Braden Boyer. He will be on the mound starting for the Renegades, as he is a uh, Columbia, Missouri native, 6'1", 165-pound right-hander. He is uh, listed at that. He's a freshman, uh, will be a freshman at Missouri Valley. So he will have the start. First time we've seen him, uh, at least in a start. I can't remember. Have we seen him in a relief appearance, possibly? His name sounds real familiar. I think he has pitched before, but I could be very wrong. But his name does sound familiar on the squad. I guess I could obviously look it up here on the uh, stats website. I, I thought the same thing whenever I was putting the starting lineups in. I thought he uh, definitely did sound uh, sound familiar. As uh, let me get this pulled up real quick, and we'll check his stats. So he did he did pitch in the June third game. He pitched an inning and two thirds. Gave up one run and two hits. Had two strikeouts, though. Guess that's why his name sounds familiar. You know, you get to the point where, particularly where they've had this stretch of multiple games in uh, multiple days. At one point there, they'd played five games in four days, and everything just kind of runs together, and it's it's uh, it's all a blur. But uh, Boyer will be on the mound for the Renegades this evening, as we said, looking to get a great start from him and get them on their way in this non-league contest. Taking a look at some of the other games here, Around the league tonight for the Mink League, the Mustangs, they will be hosting the Clarinda A's. That'll be at Phil Welch Stadium in St. Joseph. That's where we will be tomorrow as we will be on the road. Thank you for that. The Tooth Fairy coming. So 
My daughter just lost her second tooth, so congratulations on that. So she now is missing some teeth, so that happens as you get older. So I guess, well, as you get real old, as you get older from a, from a youth. So I know she's excited to have the tooth fairy so apparently tooth fairy if you're listening be sure and put us on your uh, radar tonight because you'll need to stop by so as i was saying st joseph which is where we'll be tomorrow we'll make the long drive down to st joseph and take on the mustangs they're hosting the clarenda a's at phil welch stadium at uh, liberty park stadium that of course in sedalia the bombers hosting the joplin outlaws and at schaefer park which is in chillicothe so a little closer than what we have to go tomorrow but not by much the Mudcats are hosting the Griffins, a team that uh, we're very familiar with. We've seen them three times now this season, and we're only seven games into it, and we've already seen them three times. But uh, that game at Chillicothe as the Griffins on the road taking on the Mudcats. Taking a look at uh, the standings right now, of course, we're early on in the season, and a lot can happen. A lot of things can change. However, early on this season for the North Division, they're uh, sitting in first place pretty comfortably are the Clarenda A's, and I'm, I know they've played more than seven games. They've played uh, several non-league games, but they're sitting with an overall record of 5-2, and two, currently sitting on a two-win streak. In second place, with two games back, are the uh, Chillicothe Mudcats. They're at 2-3, and three, and uh, also St. Joseph Mustangs, they're at 2-3, and three, so they're stacked up two games back behind the A's. The um, Mudcats... Riding a one-game win streak and one-game loss uh, streak for the Mustangs. And then in last place at 1-5 and five is the Des Moines Peak Prospects. They're uh, struggling a little bit, to say the least, but uh, they've still put together a heck of a ball club there for the uh, Prospects. For the South Division, well, it's a little bit tighter. The Joplin Outlaws lead the uh, league with a record of 4-2. and two. For the uh, Griffins, they sit at 4-3 and three as well as your Renegades. Both of them a half game back. Three-game win streak for the Griffins, a two-game loss streak for the Renegades. And at the uh, bottom there is the Sedalia Bombers with a record of 2-3. and three. Again, not a team I would sleep on, but they're a game and a half back. They're riding a two-loss game streak as well. So that's kind of how the Meek League looks. As uh, we said, things can change quickly as uh, we're early, early on in the season here, but uh, lots of Mink League baseball left to play. Matter of fact, we will have a lot more broadcast as we're just seven games into a 40-plus game season as uh, we'll be on the road tomorrow night at St. Joe, and then we'll hit a stretch of six home games. We'll host Sedalia on Sunday. Monday we'll host the Mudcats, then have a day off Tuesday. Wednesday we'll host the Mustangs. Day off on Thursday, and Friday we'll play back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back games as uh, they won't all be on one day, but we'll host Friday. We'll host the Bombers of Sedalia, then host the Mudcats again on Saturday. On Sunday, we'll host Joplin. Then on the 21st, on Monday, we hit the road and go to Sedalia. Then we play home to Joplin, and then we have a rain day. So lots of baseball coming up and lots of games. Uh, as I said, back-to-back-to-back games, at least day-wise, we'll have lots of back-to-back games. But that's how baseball goes. That's how the pros do it. That's how we do it in the Mink League. So it definitely keeps the bats hot and uh, gives you a chance to get them hot if you have not had a chance to either. So we'll take a look at the uh, starting lineups. As for the Jeff City Legends, they'll bat first. Playing shortstop will be Renegade's assistant coach, Tyler Brock. Batting second will be second baseman, Nick Lovell. Batting third will be their third baseman. 
That's Jake Harrison batting fourth, playing left field this evening. Will be Mason Price. As we said, these are area area players. Uh, catching tonight's game, batting fifth, will be J.D. Reese. And uh, the uh, exciting thing tonight is uh, there are no numbers on the jerseys for the legends. So that is going to be a lot of fun tonight as we go along. So when it, once they get some subs in, we're going to have no clue who they are, but we'll work to get them for you. As they'll bat six, the left fielder in Cody Creed. De- designated hitter batting seventh will be Derek Scheichels. He's a uh, player that has some accolades to his name. Playing first base will be Kevin Hagner and uh, playing center field. And he will bat ninth. And he's a Blair Oaks graduate. And it is Blake McFeeder, so he will bat ninth. And we'll see who's on the pitching mound. So Jacob Voss, you heard his accolades there. He will be on the mound for the legends. So they're introducing all the players here. We'll take a look at the starting lineup for your Renegades. Batting first, playing second base tonight will be uh, number 20, Ben Burton. Batting second, playing center field, and Tommy Reether, he's... Had the uh, night off here the Wednesday night, but he's had a heck of a season so far. Designated hitter batting third in Kate in uh, word number 24 will be Caden Hessel. Batting fourth, playing third base tonight will be Joseph Kielholt, so he gets a start at third base. We'll see how he looks there. Batting fifth, wearing number seven, and right fielder, this new player for the Renegades, at least one we haven't seen this season, is David Dell. Catching tonight, batting sixth will be Al Caro, so he'll be uh, batting sixth and behind the plate. First baseman tonight, batting seventh, wearing number 15, so a different number tonight, but uh, that's none other than Mr. Taco and Seth DeNoyer. And batting eighth will be shortstop Jason Marte, and uh, batting ninth will be left fielder in Joe Mink. We've seen him in a couple games here this season. And on the uh, mound, as we said, wearing number nine in Braden Boyer for the Renegades lineup this evening of course under head coach and Mike D'Amelia and uh, I guess you could say the assistant coach one of the assistant coaches for the Renegades and Tyler Brock I guess we'll still claim him but at least not uh, for the next couple hours as we said he's going to be playing shortstop for the Legends so we won't claim him at least for the for the short time but after the game we'll uh, they'll at least make sure he gets on the bus tomorrow so we said beautiful night here at the ballpark. Hopefully you have a chance to come out here to Ernie Vivian Field. It's ladies night here, so lots of activities for ladies featuring some women-owned businesses around the area, so they uh, have all kinds of good things. If you follow us on Facebook, then uh, you'll know some of those that we posted about. If you don't follow us, well, be sure and look us up and follow us and like our page, but we uh, had a chance to uh, get a list of some of those, and i got to say they have everything from jewelry to uh, to some makeup and chocolate-covered popcorn and all kinds of goodies over there. So great things to get as you come out to the ballpark here, as we said, at Ernie Vivian Field, the historic Ernie Vivian Field here in Jefferson City. We're going to pause and be back as they do the National Anthem. 
So we will pause and be back. And I'll also get the first pitch as we'll wait just a second before we take our break. First pitch. I don't didn't catch the name, but I believe she's from Studio 573. So she's going to be out here to throw out the first pitch. And that one's going to take a bounce, but you know what? It's going to be in there for a strike. So great job on her part to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. And now we're going to have the plane in the National Anthem. We'll pause here and be back. I remember a real sense of community. I remember people reaching out. I remember being in boot camp, not knowing what was going to happen. You just wanted to do something. On this September 11th, I will remember by giving blood at a blood bank. I will go to a policeman or a fireman and say thank you. I will volunteer at my church. I will help somebody build a house. I will. I will. I will. I will always remember. If we share our love and our time, we can make a difference. What will you do this 9-11? Join the 9-11 Day movement by visiting 911day.org today. You have a mission. It's no collision. Hold the phone. Don't text. You're angling to be next. Brothers and sisters, you won't see it coming. You're off the road. Your life explodes. It's not worth it. Don't do it. You only think there's nothing to it. Put it down. Hang up. Pay attention to highway action. Behind the wheel, there is no such thing as a small distraction. Join the conversation at DecideToDrive.org, a public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. Hi, this is Glenn Close. Have you ever cut off ties with a friend because she had cancer? Or were frightened by a person with diabetes because you assumed he was violent? Welcome to the world of mental illness. For the one in four Americans with a mental illness, the stigma and discrimination they face can be as painful as the disease itself. Change your mind about mental illness and you can change a life at bringchangetomind.org. National Anthem finishing up here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Now we have time for the largest toothbrush in the Midwest as Southwest Dental Care sponsors the cleaning off of home plate as we are just about ready to get our ball game underway. We said Blake Gazaway here with you. Joined by Grayson Smith as we've been together most of the season. And Grayson, you've been doing a great job. On air, and I can definitely tell you're getting more comfortable, which is great. And it's just like I told you early on, just something that you get more comfortable as you do, and you've been doing a, a outstanding job. So I appreciate you helping call the games this season. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been very fun. It's been a very fun season. I'm glad to be able to watch the Renegades and be able to call one of my favorite sports of all time. Well, all I have to say is just remember me when you're working – for an MLB team, just remember me and, you know, maybe uh, give me a shout-out every now and then. Maybe throw me some tickets sometimes. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I'll definitely give you a sponsor or two. <laughs> so as we said, the Renegades will take the field here. They're wearing their white uniforms with the navy trim and the yellow trim as well. Like Boyer's almost done warming up. He might have another pitch or two. They'll have, as we said, the white uniform logo on the left sleeve. I believe they'll give him a couple more pitches here. As you hear ladies' night playing, it is ladies' night at the ballpark here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. So Boyer has one more throw, and then they were going to get ready for 
the Legends, well, they're going to be wearing their yellow uniform top with the navy blue logo that says Legends. And they have a mix of pants. So they have some white, some gray. So leading off the game will be shortstop, also assistant Renegades head coach, Tyler Brock. So he will lead off the game for the Legends. He's going to step in a right-handed batter. Again, we know he's pretty tough. He's not wearing any batting gloves. Still don't understand how hitters do that. Just do not understand. First pitch from Boyer fouled straight back. So it'll be 0-1 the count. Yeah, the vibrations is what gets me. And the on-deck circle second baseman, Nick Lovell. So Brock. Sets the bat on his shoulder. Now he'll pick it back up. That first uh, that pitch in there for a ball, rather. So I was trying to decide if I was feeling a raindrop or two. Yeah, already two pitches in, and I'm starting to feel a little bit of raindrops. So that's great. So the 1-1 pitch. Big cut there and no connection. I do feel a few more raindrops, so we're going to cover some equipment up here. So that one's going to be a foul ball hit down the first baseline. We have our very high-tech, fancy yellow trash bag here. <laughs> Whatever gets the job done, right? Absolutely. So the next pitch is going to be on its way. And that one in there for strike one, that'll be... Sorry, a strike. That will be out number one. I think, Grayson, let's try to move the table back here. So grab that side. Watch out, Alyssa. So we're going to move this back a little bit. I don't need any more trash bags. Can you pull that out? So nobody trips on the cord. No, pull it out so nobody trips on it. So the first one in there for a ball... That one inside for ball two. Nothing like you need. I need, try to get as much down on the so they don't step on it. We don't want to trip anybody. So we've got trying to get our cord out of the way here. That one fouled off. That is strike number one. So two and one count. That's going to be a line for a base hit in the right field. Well, almost wasn't a base hit. Second baseman. Second baseman got all the way to that ball. I didn't think he would. So it's more of an infield base hit. So the second hitter is on with one out. All right, we're trying to get our stuff covered up here so we don't get rained on and not trip anybody in the process. So one on, first pitch in the dirt. Runner does not go on to second base. There's pros and cons of sitting outside here at the baseball field. And right. here is a con with the weather. 
think I've got most everything covered up. 1-0 pitch is taking up high. Scott tried to jump up to get that pitch. It's not a 2-0 count on the third hitter. Two pitch taken inside. I'll make a ball three. It's three no count. And kind of what the Renegades have struggled with all season is kind of command. They've really they've been able to make it get it out of some jams, but being able to keep down the walks is not their forte. They've allowed a lot of walks, and as that pitch is taken for a strike, they've made a lot of high counts, and they've taken. Are giving up a lot of walks. So we have this uh, roof over us, but currently it is not doing a thing. Yeah, it is a little bit wet out here. That one Swing swung and on and missed. We're going to get all this done, and then it's going to stop raining. <laughs> it's usually what happens. It's Missouri. Who knows? Maybe it'll start snowing soon. Get out of this inning here with a double play. Give us a chance to take a break. Runner will go to second. There's going to be... A ball hit to first base. Denoyer will glove it, so runner will go down to second. Look, that was a hit and run all the way. So you didn't have a great swing on that, but that that went in the top of the first inning for the Legends. As they get one runner on, but leave them stranded. So they're going to head to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades looking to have their first at bat. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Shelby Sports Network. We are war veterans. And firefighters. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters. And kids at play. Each of us has experienced unimaginable pain, had countless surgeries and skin grafts. And emerged stronger. We are burn survivors. If you're one of us, please know you're not alone. There's an army of friends waiting to help you recover, renew, and return. Please support the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors and help someone rise again. Visit phoenix-society.org for more information. When I was young, I dreamed of being a cattle rancher. I wanted to be a professional basketball player. Children have many hopes and dreams. But there is one thing that all children grow up to be, citizens. Hello, I'm Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. And I'm Congressman Lee Hamilton. Young people are the future of our democracy. But they won't just wake up one day and know how to run this country. Each generation of citizens must be prepared to do its part. Visit iCivics.org and CenterOnCongress.org. 60% of high school seniors don't know the purpose of the Declaration of Independence, even though the purpose is right in the title. While some students think civics is dry and boring, often it's not taught at all. I'm Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. And I'm Congressman Lee Hamilton. Thomas Jefferson, the author of the Declaration of Independence, understood that each generation must learn how to participate in our democracy. We must provide engaging civic education to our children and to our grandchildren. Visit iCivics.org and CenterOnCongress.org. So we're back here. As we said, the rain continuing to fall. It's really just an annoyance at this point. Got my score sheet wet. As Ben Burton, he will step in for the Renegades. He fouls the first one off, so he will have a second pitch coming. That one in there for strike number two. So he'll be down in the count at 0-2. 
Wow, he had some movement on that pitch. On the mound is Jacob Voss. That pitch was going towards the hitter, and then ended up just right in the strike zone. I mean, that thing was filthy. One-two pitches on the way, and same pitch again, but that one's taken up high and inside. Here the wind has started to pick up Ooh. just a little bit. I got a raindrop right in my eye, and that's convenient because I wear glasses. So the 2-2 pitch. On its way, he'll slice that one foul. Everything's wet, everything's windy. Yeah, we have now resorted to standing. Let's move our table back. So he'll be in the count at two and two. He's going to have a big cut there and strike out. That will be out number one. Boss putting a lot of velocity on that pitch. I mean, that's some of the fastest pitching I've seen so far these seven games Renegades have played. Tommy Reether, center fielder. He will step in now. His team has one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Pretty sure the rain shower is going to be almost over. It was just enough to make us move and make us have to cover everything up. He's going to foul that one back off the pole right behind us. Foul one. So he's a left-handed batter. Had last game off. Did come in late in the game as a substitution, but... So he's down in the count at 0-1. That one's downstairs, ball one. So one out here in the bottom of the first inning. A tie ball game, 1-1 pitch from Voss. Going to be on its way. And that one's going to be cranked into left field, and it's going to get into the corner. So Reether's going to have at least second base, and he'll be in there with a one-out double. Man, that was a good piece of hitting. He just opposite field line drive right down the third base line, just gets right past the third baseman. He's playing a little bit off the bag. And Reether's able to get a stand-up double as it goes all the way down in the corner. Yeah, nice job. Finally, we've seen that uh, be a problem for the Renegades where they've had opposing teams hit that. Finally, it goes in the favor of the Renegades. So stepping in now will be designated hitter in Caden Hessel. He will bat right-handed, runner on second base. First pitch to him, that one in there for strike one. Check the radar. The radar. The radar. Got my meteorologist, my wife, checking the radar for me. So the 0-1 pitch, one out, one runner, down at second base. Essel, that one upstairs, he ducks out of the way. And he is trying to get that pitch in. I mean, he has great movement on it, but it is just not going right into the strikes, and it keeps going inside on these right-handed hitters. But once he's able to discover that pitch, Voss, that pitch is going to be deadly for the Renegades, so hopefully they can keep a good eye on it, get some good wood on it. So it does look like the rain is just about done. The 1-1 pitch is on its way. That one's going to be sliced foul over towards first base. We said weather in Missouri, stick around long enough, it'll change. That is our case today. And had a rain shower come through. So one-two count now. 
as Hessel will step back in. Reether standing on second, has a decent lead over there. He's going to swing and miss and strike out. The heater blew by him. Now stepping in third baseman, Joseph Kuholz. Kuholz moving from his primary position of shortstop right over to third base. If you missed the game last night, third baseman Dawson Schumann, he was taken out of the game around the eighth or ninth inning last night. He had he made a very fantastic play, but whenever he threw the ball, he must have threw it just sideways and kind of pinched something in his shoulder or something. But he was icing his arm, and he's out of the lineup today. His first pitch is taken for strike one. Yeah, I had a chance to chat with him. He was he was hitting uh, some ground balls to the infield and working on that. So he had said, um, "Thank you." He had uh, said that his arm felt better. He was icing it and getting plenty of rest. So he looks to be back in the lineup next week. That one outside and upstairs. Ball one. Yeah, we're just hoping it's a minor injury, but I mean. Like I said, again, it was a fantastic play. He just had a weird arm angle on it when he's throwing it to third base with all that power. The 1-1 pitch with two outs here. Runner on second base still. That's Reether out there. He's going to show like he's going to go, but does not. So swing and a miss for Keelholz. Bringing out some yellow duct tape for us so that's the one bad thing here is we have a good vantage point until it is rainy we have to move and string our power cord across the walkway so one two pitch from Voss it's going to be a chopper hit back up to the mound Voss will get it throw over to first in time and that ends the inning well they strand a runner but We'll go to the top of the second inning after one inning of play. We're still scoreless. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. Jill, this is an awkward confrontational accusation. Ugh, outraged denial. Skeptical response. Distrustful outburst. Angry, irrational statement I'll regret later. If you suspect your children are using drugs, learn how to have a more productive conversation at drugfree.org. This message brought to you by the partnership at drugfree.org. If your child is not breathing, roll them onto their back. Check airway is not blocked. Gently tilt head back, hold nose, and breathe twice into mouth. Place heel of hand in center of chest and push down 15 times. Repeat breathing and chest massage until help arrives. If your child is not You know how to help your child if they've stopped breathing. But do you know how to help them if they have a drug problem? Visit drugfree.org for information, help, and advice. This message brought to you by the partnership at drugfree.org. Well, at least for the time being, the rain has subsided. Might have a little bit more. We're still... Going to hold off before we move our table back. So Mason Price will step into bat for the Legends. 
as he leads off the inning. Nothing like trying to write on wet paper. Yeah, those probably never fun. So right fielder Mason Price, he bats right-handed. He will step in. So first pitch is a beauty. Wow. Boyer just painted the outside corner of the plate right there. So he will be heading the count at 0-1. Next one. That was going to be a bouncing ball. Hit to shortstop. Marte will glove it, throw to first, and got him in the 6-3 put out. So that will be out number one. Now batting will be the catcher, J.D. Reese. So he will step in. He's a right-handed batter. Man, Boyer's just painting the strike zone. Sorry to interrupt. That was strike one, but, I mean, the slider in the first in the first half out of this inning, that was just tailed into the outside corner, and now this fastball, he just paints and throws him. Second pitch is taken for a ball and makes it a 1-1 count. Yeah, he's got some nice movement there. That is one thing about the pitchers for the Renegades is they do have some good movement. That one downstairs in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, they have they have great talent. They have great potential. I mean, it's just it's still the beginning of a new season, and I mean, they got a lot of time to get used to everything. But so two one count, one out here as we said from historic Ernie Vivian Field. Allen swinging a miss for strike two. Had to do our rain dance and get out of the rain as it's. Stopped for the moment. 2-2 pitch with one out. Is headed on its way from Boyer. That one missed low. That'll take us to a full count. I think we're still on the air. So the full count. Three balls, two strikes. Boyer's next offering. Going to be fouled off, so we'll do it again. J.D. Reese said the catcher for tonight's game. One out here as we play in the top of the first inning. Boyer looks in. Now he gets the sign. The wind is picked up again. Next one on its way. That one in there. Four strike three. Got him looking. Left fielder Cody Creed will step in. Renegades trying to make it a 1-2-3 inning. Cody Creed, a left-handed batter. First offering to him inside. Four. Ball one. Neither team has scored yet here as we play in the top of the second inning. 1-0 pitch on its way. He's going to hit a hot shot to third base. And it's going to be a throw over. And got him in time as Keelholz catching it on the money. But it'll be a 1-2-3 inning as we said Keelholz 
caught that. I don't know if it bounced or if he caught yeah, it on he, the fly. He made a great scoop. I mean, it was just a quick one-hop scoop that he made, and he able to throw it back to first. That was a great play. That's why I said, wow. So that will take us to the end of the top of the second inning. So we'll go to the bottom here. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. If your child is choking, stand behind them and wrap your arms around their waist. Place the thumb side of your fist against their upper abdomen. Put your other hand over the fist. Now press the fist into your child's abdomen with a quick inward and upward thrust. Repeat quick thrusts until object and airway. You know how to help your child if they're choking. But do you know how to help them if they have a drug problem? Visit drugfree.org for information, help, and advice. This message brought to you by the partnership at drugfree.org. Today, nearly half our nation's fighting forces are members of the Guard and Reserve. When they are called to active duty, they leave behind a family, a community, and a job. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, a Department of Defense agency, honors and protects the bond between service members and their civilian employers. Whether serving our country or supporting those who do, we all serve. To learn more about ESGR, call 1-800-336-4590 or visit esgr.mil. like the rain has mostly subsided so as long as we don't have any more raindrops we'll move back to our usual spot here in the after this half inning so two balls and one strike as right fielder David Dell has stepped in he's a right-handed batter first time seeing on the Renegades so far this season that one's gonna miss low ball three yeah, he has been on the roster, but hadn't seen any game action. Either team, as we said, has scored yet as we play here in the bottom of the second inning. 3-0 count will be on its way. He's going to hit a chopper off the end of the bat. First baseman falls down. Was trying to make a beat on that, and he'll be safely standing at first base. Looks like the light rain that was on the ground kind of made him slip. Yeah, it's just, just a little bit slick out there. So that'll be a runner on first base. As stepping in now will be catcher in Al Claro. He's going to take a big cut there, no connection. As I said, as long as we don't get any more raindrops, we'll check the radar between innings and then move back to our usual spot, get everything uncovered. Kind of cause a traffic jam here. We bottleneck the, the aisle, but don't want to get electrocuted on this Friday night. Runner will go to second that high pitch. It's going to be behind the bag. So it'll be a stolen base for Dell. A 1-1 count, runner on second base. Nobody out here as we play. In the bottom of the second inning. 
1-1 pitch. Going to be swung on and missed for strike two. Man, this guy Voss just has such an overpowered fastball, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He has some strength behind it. He's a tall, long and skinny pitcher. Right-hander. 1-2 pitch. On its way. Checks the runner now. It's on its way. Swing and a miss. And that'll be strike number three. That'll be the first out of the inning. That is the second strikeout of the game for Voss. Now stepping in first baseman, Seth Denoyer. He'll do a little landscaping. Taco. You think they'll pick him for the uh, free taco promotion tomorrow again? Oh, I mean, they have to. I mean, how could they not? The right-handed batter, he'll step in as runner on second base. That's Dell after he got a leadoff single and stole second base. That one's in there for strike one. Denoyer did not start on Wednesday night, but he did come in after Schumann left with that right shoulder injury. So 0-1 pitch to Denoyer will be forthcoming. That one misses upstairs. Ball one. We said the wind continues to pick up here, change a little direction. Now it's blowing almost in from the left field side. Runner on second base, 1-1 pitch with one out here. That one nearly hit him. I don't know how it didn't hit him. It's because it's that wicked movement once again. A 2-1 count as Denoyer steps on. I can't remember who they said Voss was drafted by. Was it the California A's? Yeah, the Angels, yeah. He's going to break his bat. That's the second one that Denoyer has broken this season, so he's adding for some lumber. He's telling him he needs another bat. Yeah, his first broken bat nearly hit the shortstopper, third baseman in the very first game of the season. Yeah, he hit he hit it right on the money and sent the barrel of the bat almost out of the infield and was left with very little of the handle. Uh, he'll be even at two and two with one out runner on second base. So he will step back in. So the 2-2 pitch from Voss on its way. And a chopper's going to be hit down the third base line. That'll go foul. So we'll do it again. A lot of these players using these uh, wow bats, the World of Wood baseball bats. Forgot where they're made offhand, but I believe they're, if they're not made in Missouri, they're made relatively close here. They have a good bat. Seen a lot of good play here in Mink League action. Tonight's game, non-league game. That ball hit up the middle to shortstop. And Brock, he'll field it, and throw gets by the first baseman. So a run will score, and Denoyer will trot on down to second base. Man, that was almost just a base hit up the middle. There's a weird shift on Denoyer as the shortstop was playing up the middle as Jason Marte steps in. Shortstop just throws it away under the glove of the first baseman. 
Yeah, it was a tough throw anyways. He he had to field it, bobbled it just a little bit, had to rush the throw, and just got it too low. So wow. shortstop, Jason Marte will step in now. He's another right-handed batter. That first pitch to him is going to be outside for ball one. I don't think Jason Marte's walk-up song could have any more base added to it. I could feel the field rocking as that song was being played. Also check the runner. That one fouled off down the first base line. So it'll even the count at one and one. Marte will step back in. One out here. Renegades have a one spot so far in the bottom of the second inning here. One out. One-one count. Next pitch to Marte. Swing and a miss on a high heater. That'll take it to one and two. Seems like almost the only way the Renegades are going to be able to hit Boss tonight is if they're looking for that off-speed pitch. This fastball is just so overpowering. All these hitters are so late on it. Well, if they get a good breaking ball, they're going to be able to hit it a long way. One-two pitch. That one in there for strike three. Kind of a weird call from the ump. I'm making sure I wasn't confused. I had it as a one-two count, so that strike will make it strike three. That'll be out number two. Left fielder Joe Zink will step in. He is a Another right-handed batter. So it'll be right-hander against right-hander. Two outs here. Denoyer standing on second base for the Renegades. Top of the lineup. Send the on-deck circle with Burton. First one in there swinging a miss for Zink. So he'll be down in the count at 0-1. He'll shake his bat a little bit. Now the 0-1 pitch. That one is on its way. That one upstairs. Inside, ball one. And they're going to say it hit him, so that was the most anticlimactic hit by pitch. Umpire is not really calling him out loud. So now back to the top of the order with second baseman Ben Burton. He struck out to lead off the game in the bottom of the second inning for the Renegades. So he steps in here, bottom of the second. Two on, he'll hit a line drive, and it's going to fall in there, and it's going to get past the right fielder. Denoyer is going to go home, and they're going to hold up at third base, and the Renegades are going to take a two-to-nothing lead with Burton having an RBI single into right field. Just like I was saying earlier, Voss finally throws an off-speed pitch. It looks like a slider or a curveball. I couldn't quite tell, but... Burton just serves it in the right field and gets past the right fielder, and now it's a 2 nothing game for the Renegades, and this is exactly what you'd like to see from the Renegades. Get get some early offense, get some early runs, get give your pitcher a lead. Boys look good so far, so if the Renegades could keep doing this, let's throw over to first. Wow, very close. First baseman's jumping up and down. He's called safe. Burton almost got himself thrown out there as he let off just a little too much. Center fielder in... Tommy Reether at bat. He's a left-handed batter. Runners on first and third. Two outs here. Renegades lead two to nothing. First pitch to him outside. 
So next one will be forthcoming. She said hurt. 50-50 raffle going around. Good way to support the Renegades. They're having a pretty hot streak here. As get to that thought in a second. Another throw over to first. And they're going to have Burton picked off in a rundown play. Now they're going to throw home, and everybody's going to be safe. What is... As Zink makes a heads-up play and heads home, and he's going to score. I am really not sure what his plan was there. He could have just gotten him out of second, out of the inning, but instead he tries to throw a home. Yeah, just... He made that more difficult than he needed it to be. Just a uh, slight misjudgment there. So Burton will get out of the pickle he was in. He almost got picked off, but makes it down to second. Another run scored. It's 3 to nothing. Reether still at bad. 1-0 count on him. He's going to hit a high fly ball towards center field, going back, going back, and the center fielder will track it down at the warning track for out number three. He gave it a ride, but not quite enough, as that will take us to the end of the inning as the Renegades put up three and lead three to nothing. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. If your child's clothing catches fire, it's important to act quickly. If you have access to a fire blanket, cover them and drop them to the ground. Instruct them to cover their face with their hands. Roll them back and forth until the fire is extinguished. If your child is not... You know how to help your child if their clothes catch fire. But do you know how to help them if they have a drug problem? Visit drugfree.org for information, help, and advice. This message brought to you by the partnership at drugfree.org. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown-up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Well, we're back to our usual spot now as we check the radar, and it looks like we're going to be good to go for the rest of the night. I do want to apologize to the fans behind us for being in their way, but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. So we just had to work around a little bit of rain that we had, but as we said, we think it's out of the area. So we are moved back to our normal spot as new pitcher in the ball game. That's Andrew Patton. He's a Columbia, Missouri native, 6'2". 200-pounder, throws right, bats right. He's a junior at Newman. So he will be on the mound for the Renegades as they put up a three-spot there in that last inning. And really, they they looked pretty decent uh, doing so. Yes, they did. I mean, it was also just kind of some bad baseball on the Legends part as, as there's a pickle between the first and second base bag. And instead of just going to the second base bag, the first baseman throws it home to try and get the out while there's already two outs so I thought it was a bizarre play they don't see quite as much baseball as so they don't see quite as much baseball as Renegades do that first pitch was a ball so the 1-0 pitch that one's going to be a 
line drive. And trying to catch it was Denoyer. You know, he's been picked on quite a lot. Doesn't matter which side of the diamond he's on. Tried to dive after that one just out of his reach. But he made a heck of a try for it. He's going to be a little slow to get up, but he will get up. So it's a designated hitter batting right now. That one upstairs takes the count to two and one. Derek Sheckles at bat. New pitcher in Andrew Patton. He's also another one of those two-way players showing his versatility for the Renegades. He also plays outfield as that pitch is in the dirt but swung on and missed. Makes it a 2-2 count. Like I was saying, Patton is also an outfielder. He also has one of the very few home runs for the Renegades so far. So, I mean, it's, it's a great thing to see with all this versatility and um, at least players for the Renegades. We see a different lineup today as a lot of different people are playing different positions. That ball is fouled off to the backstop. Yeah, that was something I, I was visiting to my with my wife about on the uh, trip over here is she was asking about the Legends team, and I said, well, you know, the good thing about tonight is it does give you that opportunity to have some guys that don't normally play different positions, move them around, and, you know, gives the coach a chance when that player says, hey, I want to play here, I want to play here, I want to play here. Gives them a chance to try them out there and say, well, let me see what you got. So 2-2 pitch, that one's going to be a line drive into center field. It's going to fall, take on a one-hop by Reether. He slides and catches it, but the leadoff hitter will be on. Now batting first baseman Kevin Hagner. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasly here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. So we'll see. First pitch is in there for a strike for Hagner. We said Patton come on to pitch here. We'll probably see a plethora of pitchers, I would say, tonight. Yeah, with this Donnelly game, you don't want to use a lot of your arms. And that pitch is taken, or he swung on to miss for a strike two. Yeah, big cut there by Hagner, just no connection. So it will be an 0-2 count. Runner on first base. That's Sheckles. After he gets a leadoff single. Next pitch took a lot off of that, but just missed the inside corner. Well, if he can get that dialed in, that's going to be lethal right there. Yes, it is. So the one-two pitch will be on its way. That one's going to be a hard-hit ball to the shortstop. He'll glove it for second to one over to first. Not in time, but they get the lead runner and a fielder's choice. Man, that was a risky play thrown at the second. It's a slowly hit ball to the shortstop, and he wasn't really charging it. But as soon as he got it, he throws a second. The runner was close to being that second-base bag, but still too late to, for them to be able to turn a double play. Now batting, and I can't read my handwriting. Also because of the rain on it, it's center fielder Blake McFeeder. I think that's what it is. A pitch downstairs for ball one. Center fielder Blake Gasaway. You, you know, say that. we definitely look very similar. I think I have a better beard game than he does. <laughs> I think you have a better beard game than most people here. That one's going to be upstairs and inside for ball two. Like I said, I can't read my own handwriting. The rain did not help as now my page is all, it's not wet anymore, but it's definitely wrinkled and had some signs of wear on it. But that's part of 
the game of baseball. That one upstairs for a ball, 3-0 count now. So he said, we're out here, no press box here. So we're out sitting to the uh, left of the right-handed batter's box. That one called strike, so 3-1 and one count. And my theory was proven right that if it rains, well, there is, uh, there is a roof over us, but it, it did no good. It did absolutely nothing. But we brought some trash bags and we're ready. That one's going to be fouled off, so it'll take the count at full. That's the old standby trick for broadcasters is have some trash bags just in case. At least they were team colors. You could make a case to say that both teams have the same colors. They're bright yellow bags. Uh, more of a legends color tonight, but you know, either it way, works. it worked. So three-two pitch, that one inside for ball four. So that will put. So Cameron Morris will step in. Man, on that walk, it looked like he wasn't taking any pitch in that. In that at bat, there's one that he thought looked good, and he just kind of chopped his bat at it. It wasn't a very good swing at all. But he was taking most of the way after the 2-0 pitch. There's that a one beauty. In there for a strike to Morrison. So two on, one out here as we play top of the third. Renegades leading three to nothing. And next one, a little high for ball one. So one one count as Morris. Right-handed batter. His pitch is a chopper. Gets through third base, and it's going to score at least one run. As coming home will be Hagner in a RBI single. Yeah, that got right past the diving shortstop and cue holes. And as soon as the left fielder picked it up, he kind of just bobbled it a little bit so he can get a throw home. So it's an easy run score for the Legends, and now makes it a 3-1 Renegades lead. That first pitch in there for a strike. I believe this is level batting. And a bouncing ball. That'll be hit to third. Throw over to second for one. Over to first for the double play. That will get out of... The inning. So I had a couple runners on, but the Renegades were able to hold them to just one run. They do lead 3-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Uh, son, your mom and I would like to talk to you. I'm not an idiot. Your eyes are all bloodshot. I'm begging you, son, please stop smoking pot. You know, last night I found more paraphernalia. Please stop doing drugs and do what I tell ya. Okay, Mom and Dad, I'm gonna do as I should. I'm off drugs for good. In real life, kids don't just give up drugs, so go to drugfree.org. This message brought to you by the partnership at drugfree.org. Check out my new time machine. Does it work? Hit the button. <laughs> hey, it's Napoleon. Oui. Check out the future. <laughs> Hey, you have a nice house. Why don't I? You didn't save any money, buddy. If only there was a way I could go back in time and fix that. Yeah. 
Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. We head to the bottom of the third inning. Renegades leading 3-1. to one. Do want to say, well, thanks to my wife for helping me get the table covered up. And standing guard over the power cord, we said that's the only bad thing about where we're at is we set up by the fence, and that's where the plug-in is. So she was helping pull the cord and get me some slack there. So designated hitter for tonight's game, Caden Hessel. Also will step in, right-handed batter. He struck out in the first inning. First pitch to him, a long ball hit towards shallow center field, and it will drop, and he'll be on his way to second base. They're going to have a throw in, but went past the second baseman. He's first pitch swinging and just gets a double. Now batting third baseman, Joseph Kuholz. So Kuholz will step in. He's a left-handed batter. Runner standing at second base. That leadoff double is Helsel. Renegades trying to add to their 3-1 lead. First pitch, swing and a miss. Big time cut there for Kuholz. Could not connect. So the 0-1 pitch. Is on its way, and that one's going to be sliced foul over the third base dugout. So he's down on the count at 0-2, and, and I look up there with that foul ball, look at the flag. Well, winds changed directions again. Well, changed again. So it was when he fouled that off blowing from left to right. So it was blowing from third base side to first base side. Now it's kind of stagnant. So the 0-2 pitch from Voss on its way. That one outside, ball one. Say, Voss, that is not Mr. HBP. That is Brady Voss. This is Jacob Voss. Think they're related? I'm not sure because there's already another Voss on the Renegades also. That one's going to be foul tipped, held on to by the catcher, so we'll be out number one. Lots of Vosses around Jeff City. Stepping in now will be right fielder David Dell. Dell from here in Jefferson City, six foot 170 pounder. That's right, throws right a freshman at Columbia College. This is the first time this season we've seen him. He reached on a single in the second inning. Was able to score. That first pitch in the dirt, ball one. He was the first run of the game for the Renegades. So he's ahead in the count at 1-0. Next pitch from Voss. On its way. That one inside, ball two. That'll be 2-0 count now. One out here, runner standing on second base. That's Hessel. As he had the leadoff double. 
Next one to him. Swing and a miss for strike one. You guys are getting some feedback here. I think that's from my phone. So the 2-1 pitch here as we play bottom of the third inning. He's going to slice that one into the Ooh. dugout of the Legends, and that got everybody down there that had a yellow jersey on to vacate the, the area. Man, they all just dropped like... <laughs> I don't even have a term for that. They just dropped like flies. They were quickly vacating that dugout. That being the first base dugout. So 2-2 pitch for Dell. That one's going to be a chopper hit to the second baseman. He'll glove throw over to first and get the out there, but the runner does advance to third base. That'll be out number two. At a 4-3 put out. So now batting will be catcher in Al Clareau. He struck out in his first at bat. Two outs here. Big cut and a miss there. That heat just blows by him. So we said hopefully if the Tooth Fairy's listening tonight to our broadcast, the Tooth Fairy will make a stop by our house because my daughter Alyssa just lost her second tooth. That went in there for strike two. So Clareau will be down in the count at 0-2. Two. two outs here, runner on third base. That's Helsel. 0-2 pitch. That went in there for strike three, froze him, and the inning is over. So we'll go to the top of the fourth inning here at Ladies' Night at the ballpark. Renegades lead 3-1. to one. We'll pause your listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Isn't this dinner party wonderful? You know, it was almost canceled. Did you hear that Bill was really sick with the flu two weeks ago? No. Is he okay? It was serious. Bill got sick quickly with a high fever. Jeanette called the doctor right away. The doctor said it was flu and prescribed a medication that helped him get back on his feet. Well, thank goodness. That Jeanette got her flu shot because, you know, she's expecting. <gasps> I guess that was another thing you didn't know. A message from the Department of Health and Human Services. What is freedom of speech? It's my mouth, my tongue, and my 32 teeth. My thighs, my mind, my rights to preach, to rap, to sing, and even to teach. No matter the genre, it's still my freedom, freedom of speech. speech. Congress will not choose my religion. Abridging of press, assembly, and petition. The laws do protect us. This is true. To agree to disagree is sometimes better to do. Use your mouth, your tongue, your 32 teeth, your thoughts, your mind, your right to preach. No matter the genre, it's our freedom, freedom of speech. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station we go to the top of the fourth inning here as the renegades lead three to one over the jeff city legends see who the legends have coming to bat here Renegades have a new pitcher and left-hander. 
I don't have a roster with me, but he was wearing number two. Let me check to see who that is. It's a good catch there. Not sure if I've seen him pitch yet. That is Colton Holcher. Stepping in for the Legends is Caleb Thomas. Caleb Thomas, a right-handed batter. First pitch to him is a strike. And, man, I think if this guy gets a hold of one, it is going probably 500 feet. You know, I was just thinking he is a big boy. Misses that one for strike two. Sure, he has a lot of power in him. I think he would be the definition of a power hitter for sure. He's down on the count 0-2, swing and a miss for strike three. You do see that a lot out of power hitters, a lot of strikeouts. Well, they're all out of order now. This is short, the shortstop and uh, former, at least not for the next couple hours, he will be the former assistant renegades coach and Tyler Brock. First pitch to him he is outside for ball one. You say they're batting out of order? Yeah, so last batter they had was Lovell. At least I think Lovell was, was up there before Caleb Thomas. I'm not real sure. We're just going with it. We have a player in a yellow jersey up the bat. <laughs> no right. number, no nothing. I know this is uh, assistant Renegades coach Tyler Brock. That one upstairs for ball three. And he bats right-handed, doesn't wear any batting gloves. Still weird. Real pitch. He's going to take that one for a strike on the inside corner. I'll even the, uh, take the count to three and one, rather, one out here. Well, he's going to foul that one off. Boy, these players have been keying on the dugout over here for the legends. They didn't drop like last time. They all definitely flinched. So next pitch on its way, that one downstairs, ball four. He'll issue the walk. So Nick Lovell will bat. So I think I missed a player in here. I guess they had a few others. I think because this is not a league game and they can do this, I think they're letting the entire roster bat. First pitch inside, ball one. So I missed a roster because I thought Lovell ended the last inning for the Legends. So he's ahead in the count at 1-0. That one upstairs. Ball two. We'll check some ink league scores here just a little bit. As we said, this is a non-league game. Well, it looks like two of the three games are having problems with their Scoreboard. A long ball is going to be hit towards center field. Reether is going to dive, not make the catch, and still mishandles the ball. That is Dell 
And we're going to have a ball come all the way into home plate. Goodness gracious. That's just a plethora of errors right there. First, Reether dives in. He can't make the grab. Then right fielder. I didn't hear what you said, who the right fielder is for tonight for the Renegades. But it's Dale. Dale, the new player on the Renegades. He fumbles the ball. He throws it in. It gets past the cutoff man. Rolls all the way to the, not exactly the home plate, but right along middle of third base and home plate line. As that's going to be bunted towards the pitcher. Harrison Shields. He's going to backhand it and get the out at first. So he does get credit for an RBI and a 1-3 put out. That is out number two. Right fielder Mason Price. He will bat now. He has one runner on third base. It is a 3-2 to two ball game now. First pitch inside ball one. So we said two of the three games tonight that are meek league action. There's four games total, but St. Joseph must be having a problem with their internet. Same with the Bombers in Sedalia because their scores are not showing. Big cut and a miss there. And even in the count at one and one. But Chillicothe, they're hosting Nevada, and they're leading four to one. That at Schaefer Park in Chillicothe, top of the third inning. One-one so pitch. That one misses inside for ball two. Price in a right-handed batter. He's playing right field tonight. Next pitch on its way, and a high fly ball hit towards left center field, and wow, that is going to hit the wall. He got a hold of that, and that'll be a tie ball game as he'll be standing at second with a long stand-up double. I was just thinking in my head about this guy, too. Another player on the Legends that if he got a hold of one, he's going to hit it a long way, and that's exactly what he does is he one hops off the left center field wall right by the Oh, actually a while from the 340 sign, closer to the 375 sign. I think it was about five feet or so from going over the fence. Yeah, I honestly thought it did go over the fence for a second. Is it good, one good. hopped off the white banner? I couldn't quite see the ball. Yeah, I couldn't see where it went exactly either, but good thing the umpire said it was a, showed it was a fair ball instead of a home run. That's going to be a shot down the left field line, and that's fair, and that's going to score another run as Cody... Sorry, uh, J.D. Reese, the right fielder, he will get a two-out double to his name. So left fielder Cody Creed, he will step in now. So back-to-back RBI doubles have put the Legends ahead 4-3. to three. First pitch to Creed is in there for a strike. Colton Holscher still on the mound for the Renegades. A one pitch, swing and a miss. Big cut there, no connection. Creed, is he related to Apollo Creed? I think so. I would claim to be anyways. <laughs> I would too. 0-2 pitch on its way, swing and a miss for strike three, and that'll take us out of the inning. However... There were three runs scored in the Legends lead 4-3 to three as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old the for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Freedom of speech, freedom of means, speech means freedom of speech means freedom to say I don't like the cafeteria food. I'm pro-choice. I'm bipolar. I want change in my government. The freedom to say I'm Republican and I'm gay. As, as long, long as, as it's, it's not, not hurting, hurting anyone, anyone. Whatever I say. Whatever I say. I have the freedom. I have the freedom. I to have say. the freedom to say it. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. Well, the Renegades have some work to do as they just gave up three runs in the top of the fourth inning. They trailed to the Legends at 4-3. to three. New pitcher on the mound for the Legends and Caleb Thomas. As we said tonight, we had some rain. We had to move, and I'll tell you, that is a life skill to be able to move your broadcast while you're on air and get everything covered up and uh, keep it going. But we did it. We got it moved. And didn't lose connection. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's always the best thing, too. I've uh, probably the worst time I had doing a game was a football game where we were in the stands and it was in Kansas and it was rainy and it started raining. And so during halftime, just my wife with me, we moved our broadcast underneath the press box. It was like on stilts. And I called the second half of the game standing with the players on the sideline and I couldn't see anything because of the crown on the field. But that's a story for another day. So leading off the inning will be the 7, 8, 9 hitters as first baseman Seth DeNoyer will lead off the inning for the Renegades. First pitch is taken for a strike to DeNoyer. Thomas, we just saw him bat in the, in the previous inning. He's a big guy. And I like I said... You got a hold of the ball, you could definitely take it far. I had no idea it was a pitcher, also. As second pitch is taken high and inside. That'll make even the count at one and one. Yeah, he does not have the pitcher physique, but watching him throw tosses there between the innings, he looked pretty good. One one pitch, another ball, high and inside. And I think any pitcher could have the physique. We've seen big league stars such as Bartolo Colon, who wasn't exactly the most skinny and fit guy, but he made his work in the big leagues. As Adonio is going to chop it to the right field side, diving play by the second baseman, and it gets past him. So that's going to be a leadoff hit for Denoyer. I mean, we've seen a lot of opposite field hits so far in this game by the Renegades. A lot of them just getting right between first and second base. Yeah, they've definitely made a living there. Stepping in now will be the shortstop, Jason Marte. He'll step in. He's wearing the number of former famous baseball player. That was a beautiful pitch right there. Yeah, that was a great pitch. I was going to say former baseball player Michael Jordan. (laughs) but Not not, not not, as well-known baseball player. (laughs) 
now that I think about it, I don't know if his number was 23 when he was when he did play baseball. So 0-1 pitch is ripped into the center field, caught by the shortstop. Throw to first is offline. And I couldn't tell. It looks like it stays in play, not in the dugout. That, that thing a, was a laser. Yeah, that was a great play by the shortstop. He just gets it, corrals it, and then chucks it to first base. It's offline. Gets in the dirt, but... Left fielder Joe Zink steps in. He's from Morgan, Utah, 5'10", 160-pounder. He bats right, throws right, a freshman at Southern Virginia. Yeah, Zink, a small player, but looking to do some big things as he takes the first pitch for a strike. Well, you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway joined by Grayson Smith. Another beautiful pitch, but that's going to be taking a ball inside. It's going to even the count of one and one. This is kind of just baseball right here. We got a big guy as a pitcher, and then we got a small guy as a hitter. So baseball is all. Big cut there, no connection. We'll take the count to one and two with one out. Runner on first base, that's Denoyer. So Zink has a one-two count. He's going to check, but he's going to hold up. It's going to be a two-two count now as that ball was taken high. Zink wearing number 16, batting on the right side. There's one out in the inning with runner on first base and Denoyer. As you get a swing and a pitch in the dirt. Fooled him there. Yeah, I did. Now back to the top of the lineup in second baseman Ben Burton. As we said, hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. I can see we've got uh, some listeners in Chicago, some in Mississippi, one in Florida, of course Aruba, and a whole lot in the Midwest. Pitch is taking slider outside and away. That'd be the first pitch of the at bat, and that'll be a ball to Burton. Burton batting from the right side, wearing number twenty. He moves his hands a little bit, has a little leg kick, takes the pitch inside high. That'll be ball two. It is just past eight ten now. We're about an hour and ten minutes into our ball game. As two no pitch. Wow. I thought that was going to for sure drill him in the back between the two and the O on his jersey. I thought that, and I also thought that was going to be a strike the way it moved. <laughs> that thing was halfway into the batter's box and then it almost into the strike zone. Yeah, that'll be 3 0 pitch. It's going to be taken for a strike, and Denoyer's on his way to second base. <laughs> Slides in safe. No slide needed. No, the catcher just stood still. I doubt he expected a big guy like Denoyer running, but. Anyways, he steals the base as 3-1 pitch. Taking for a strike, and that's going to make it full on Ben Burton. So does a full count. Two outs in the inning. Denoyer standing at second base. Pitch. Ooh. And that one does hit him by the 2-0. And the catcher's going to throw the third as the ball gets away. Denoyer, Denoyer stays put. Now stepping in center fielder, Tommy Reether. And I hear some of our listeners taking my advice from the other night, putting on some bug spray. I can smell it, too. I didn't even take my own advice. I forgot my bug spray. We, so. we got plenty over here. I got some connections. They can hook you up. 
I'd be much appreciated if this gets bad. First pitch is a slider. That looks like it hit him. Hit Tommy Reether. Now it's going to make the bases loaded for Thomas. Or excuse me. The pitcher, Thomas, has the bases loaded. But bases loaded are now designated hitter in Caden Hessel. Hessel will step in. Had a leadoff double last inning. Struck out in the first inning. Hessel was left stranded in the previous inning as he takes. Wow. He hits three batters in a row. Starting to look like Brady Voss out there. But Taco scores, and now it's a tie game, 4-4. And, man, Renegades have just scored their runs in kind of the most odd ways. They scored on a pass ball from first base, scored on a pickle where the ball was thrown home instead of at second base. Now they score on, I think it was a base hit, and then three hit by pitches, all with two outs. Third baseman Joseph Kuholz will step in. He's a right-handed batter with the bases loaded. Two outs here, and as we said, no no intention of hitting the batters. This Legends team are local players, and some of them haven't seen a whole lot of baseball as of recent, so just well, have just some have control fun. issue. That's right. As Kuholz is going to chop into third base, he's going to dive, and it gets away from him. Shortstop dives. He's Wow. He's going <laughs> to. Third baseman's on the ground twice. Shortstop was able to slide and get that backhanded, and he throws it to third to try to get the out there. But the runner is safe as the third baseman has to dive again. But now Kuehl has an RBI single, and it's now a 5-4 Renegades lead. Right fielder David Dell, he will step in. He's a right-handed batter. Laughing there. Heck of a try. Third baseman. Dell's going to hit another single in the right field, and that's going to be another run. That could be two. The runner comes in to score, and that's going to be a a 7-4 Renegades lead. As Helsel scores and Reether scores. Pause there because I couldn't remember who was on pace for a second. Now catching will be, sorry, now batting will be the catcher in Al Claro. So Dell hits a single to right field. We, like I said earlier, we've seen a lot of those to right field tonight, which is a great sign for the Renegades. Taking it all over the field. As Claro's going to swing at the first pitch, and it's going to be a long chopper to shortstop. He's going to run to the bag and throw to first unnecessarily. Looking for the double play that never was, as there was already two outs in the inning. But the Legends get out of the jam as it's now a 7-4 Renegades lead as they score four runs in the bottom of the fourth inning. So 7-4 Renegades... As we're going to go to a break, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Shelby Sports Network. Dr. Gaines, nice to see you getting groceries instead of in your office. Hi, Julia. How are the kids? Great. They're at a birthday party. I have to put on my pediatrician's hat here. I haven't seen them in my office for flu vaccines yet. They're big kids. Do they need flu vaccines? CDC recommends flu vaccinations for all kids from 6 months through 18 years. Flu can be serious. I'll get the kids their flu vaccines, Doc. And you can get your flu shot right here. I'll even treat you to a lollipop. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's your home, it's your dream. Great on testing, keep it healthy and clean. Make it green, green, green. Making it green 
is making sure the air in your home is healthy for your family to breathe. Testing for radon is easy. Just call 866-730-GREEN. Make it green, green, green. A message from the U.S. EPA. Well, we see a new Renegades on the mound. As Drew Boss, he will be on the mound for the Renegades. He is from Lynn, Missouri, a 6'5", 200-pound right-hander, a freshman at St. Louis Community College. And we have another Voss into the game. There are three Vosses between both of these teams. Again, we hope you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith, as we will be working the games all season long here for the Renegades on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball and the Renegades Radio Network, Show Me Sports Network. So if you haven't had a chance, be sure and like us on Facebook. We post the game starters and other information as we get it about the team. Now batting for the Legends will be designated hitter Derek Scheichels. As I said, be sure and like our Facebook page. Also like the Renegades page. Tonight again, ladies night here at Ernie Vivian Field. First pitch from Voss. Digging very high and outside for ball one. Looked to be a fastball up and away. So Renegades scored four runs in in their last inning. I'll be down the way for ball two. As there's a lot of RBI singles, RBI single from Keelholes and RBI single from Dell. And right after giving up three runs to the Legends, they bounce right back and score four, which is what you like to see as their offense has been pretty inconsistent the last few games as their big cut and a miss for first strike. That'll be a two and one, two and one count. Shekels. Batting in the DH roll. Shekels swings and misses for strike two. So now we got an even count of two and two. No runners on, no outs as we start the top of the fifth inning. Shekels is going to foul that one off right. Straight behind him. Two-two count on Shekels. He's going to foul it off again. Did I say his name right there? I did. Just making sure. I don't know where exactly he's from. We don't have a good roster. On the Legends, but I know he's an area player. Yeah, we don't know much about the Legends tonight. They don't even have numbers on their jerseys, so. See, so he's going to swing and a miss on a breaking ball for strike three. So first batter Voss sees is strikeout. So it's now one out in the top of the fifth inning. Kevin Hagner, first baseman, he will step in. Agner digs in, wiggles his bat a lot, moves his hips, 
moves his knees as Voss throws his first pitch, and he's going to tap it right back to Voss. He's going to run off the mound and throw it to first, straight on the money for out number two. So that's two quick outs for Voss. And <laughs> one three put out. And now we have another Voss. So we got Voss against Voss right now. I knew oh, they wow. were related. They are related. So Voss against Voss here. They're all smiles right now. It's Jacob Voss against Drew Voss. Jacob Voss, the older brother of Drew Voss. He's a wow. He's a very tall player at the plate. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna back away at the first pitch as Drew Voss shows it high past it. Glove of Claro. Man, you got to say, this guy's so tall, I don't even think the bat is the right size for him. <laughs> it does look pretty tiny. I, I think he's more of a pitcher. He's going to take ball two inside. I, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. He also has very big hands, so he chokes up, and it takes at least at least a third of the bat <laughs> with his hands there. It's like me holding a little, little league bat right <laughs> now. Is. He's going to take first pitch. First strike, I should say. Now he's a two and one count. That barrel of that bat just looks so tiny. <laughs> so older brother has a better count to his little brother. This is now 3-1 as the ball is high and away. Well, if he walks him here, I don't think he'll let him live that down. No. I, th I think it would be worse if he got a hit off him. But this little of a bat, I, I don't see much of a chance of that happening. Just going to swing and miss. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's definitely more of a pitcher than a hitter. With that big cut that he just had. So Drew Voss, full count pitches, taking strike three. He strikes out his older brother. Now that's what you like to see. That is also a one, two, three inning with two strikeouts. <laughs> he's got the third base coach. Laughing for the legends. <laughs> He's enjoying it just as much. Fun times to see at the ballpark. He was, he was saying, sorry, we didn't have a big enough bat for him to use. <laughs> so that's a 1-2-3 inning for the Renegades. Still 7-4 ball game as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. You'll listen to exclusive coverage of the Renegades. Brought to you by the Show Me Sports Network. What is freedom of speech to me? It's my right to say whatever I want to say. However I want to say it. Talk politics, philosophy, sports. I can yell about it as loud as I want. I can say it just above whisper. I can blog about it on the internet. I can sing about it. Even if I can't really sing it. Because I have a voice that matters. We all do, so speak up. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. Green. Making it green is making sure the air in your dream home is healthy for your family to breathe. Building a radon-resistant home is easy. Just ask your builder or go to epa.gov slash radon. Make it green, green, green. A message from the U.S. EPA. New pitcher on the mound for the Legends. 
and that will be Joseph or Josiah Imhoff, rather. As the Renegades last inning, they sent eight batters to the plate. So we start back over with Mr. Taco in first baseman Seth Denoyer. As the Renegades lead seven to four here at Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City. Legazua here with you. Joined by Grayson Smith as it's ladies night here at the ballpark. Like Blake said, we got Mr. Taco coming up to bat. He started things off in the last inning as he had a opposite field single that got past the second baseman. And that led to a four-run inning for the Renegades as they now have a 7-4 lead to the Legends. So first pitch from Imhoff is taken high and deep. Shortstop's running, sprinting out there. It's going to be the left fielder. Extends his arm and kind of slides over to make the catch. I don't know if he had much of a good read on that ball, but he was able to make the play. I had a hard time following that. Now stepping in with one out will be shortstop Jason Marte. He is from Bronx, New York. Coming a long way for baseball. The crazy things we do for baseball. Yes, sir. First pitch is taken for a strike. Looked to be down and in right by his knees. No one pitch from Imhoff is down and away for ball one. One one pitch in the dirt, scooped up by the catchers, two one count. And like I said earlier, Marte wearing the famous number of great baseball player Michael Jordan. Great might be stretching it a little bit there. <laughs> Great basketball player for sure. Really? Did he play basketball? I think yeah. he was more known for that. Uh, yeah, I had, I had no idea. As 3-1 pitch is taken high and away, and that'll be a five-pitch walk to Jason Marte. Stepping in will be left fielder Joe Zink. Zink, a small player wearing number 16, taking his practice swings as... He has one runner on base. He's yes. listed 5'10", 160 pounds. That might be stretching at 160. <laughs> well, he's still somehow taller than me. I am not very tall. His first pitch is breaking ball taken outside for a strike. Looked to be right on the outside corner. Couldn't do much with that. So, all one pitch. From Imhoff. As he's going to serve it in the right field. And that's going to drop down fair for a base hit. Marte's going over to second. Zink is headed on his way to second. So finally, they got the stop signs put up. Yeah, Marte was about to round third and head home. But third base coach finally puts up the stop sign. As Zink gets a bloop double down the right field line. Now stepping in will be second baseman Ben Burton. He walked, had an RBI single, and it struck out in the game. Burton now has runners on second and third. 
One out here in the inning. I was fumbling with my words during that play. I couldn't tell if they were actually going to send the runners or not. As Marte looked to be about to run over run over to home plate. As first pitch to Burton is taken for a strike. Yeah, I think Marte as well as Zink were both thinking they were going to keep running. But finally saw the stop sign at third base. Oh, one pitch from Imhoff is slicer down the right field line. That's going to be foul out of play. So Burton now has an 0-2 count. So like I said, runners on second and third, one out. Still a 7-4 ball game, but a chance to make it a 9-4 ball game if Burton can serve a base hit. He's going to swing and a miss in the dirt. Ball gets away from the catcher. He's going to throw to first. Pitcher is covering home. Marte is going to say a third. So now there's two outs after the strikeout of Burton. So here comes... Center fielder, number one, Tommy Reether. He's batting second in tonight's game. He had a single in the first, had a pop out to center field in, in the second inning and hit by pitch last inning. Yeah, last inning there's a lot of hit by pitches. That's how the Renegade scored some of their runs as three batters were hit in a row. And Renegades have dealt a lot with hit by pitches as we have Mr. HPP on our team, Brady Voss. As Reether's going to hit the first pitch to first base, he's going to glove it, throw the pitcher for out number three. Sorry, I thought there's one out. I must have looked at the scoreboard wrong. Well, anyways, there's now three outs. Runners less stranded on second and third. And Martin Zink. But Renegades still lead 7-4. to four. As we head to the top of the sixth inning, you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jeff City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Making it green is making sure the air in your home is healthy for your family to breathe. Make sure you test your home for radon. It's easy. Just call 866-730-GREEN. Make it green, green, green. A message from the US EPA. Hi, this is Joe Montaigne. Every time my Uncle Willie tells me about his service in Patton's Third Army in World War II, I'm reminded of what we owe the U.S. Army. Fourteen generations of American soldiers who have courageously defended our nation. Their stories represent the best of America and should never be forgotten. Join me to help build the National Museum of the United States Army, a long overdue tribute to all American soldiers. To learn more, visit armyhistory.org. Hey, we have a new pitcher in the ball game. However, it's our mystery player. Wearing 38 on the jersey. And I'm not sure who that is. Looks like, uh, I think it's Seelbach. I know you said he was in the Legends earlier, but it looks like it's pitching one. I don't up. think it's DJ. Because he normally wears the stirrups. It looks like I've seen that wind up before. Let me do some digging here and see if I can. I can find. Well, we've got a new pitcher on the mound for Carson Weeby. Weeby. So I was wrong. 
you know, I don't think he's been on the roster most of the season that we've had. So there's a good chance that uh, I know we've seen him at least once. Yeah, I was going to say his fishing windup looks familiar. As World Pitch is taken by Claro and thrown to second base. And the top of the sixth inning is about to be underway as umpire dusts off home plate. We'll see who they send to bat here. I believe it's going to be Cameron Morrison. I think. Well, no name is up to bat. Wiggles his bat. First pitch he takes will be for a ball. At least that's who should be up, I think. Yeah, we've had a little trouble with our lineup today. Seems like some people batted out of order. Yeah, and, you know, with the Legends team of local area players. Second pitch is also taken for ball down low in the dirt. That'll be a 2 up pitch. I don't know if I would say we're taking liberties. I don't know if that would be the right term to use, but they're not a league game. You can have some fun, so they're letting some different guys bat. Basically, what I'm trying to say is they're letting more than nine players bat before we go to the top of the lineup. Yeah, they're letting everybody have fun. As the next pitch is taken for a ball, it'll be a 3 0 count. Three no pitch, he's taken all the way, and that's going to be a strike right down the middle. That's he a had a beautiful looking pitch there by Weeby. Yeah, he had no motivation at all to swing at that pitch. As three one, it's going to be low for ball four. So it's going to be a leadoff walk for Weeby. We hope you're enjoying tonight's coverage uh, on the Show Me Sports Network. I am Grayson Smith, here with Blake Casaway. I'll I be with think you. this is Caleb Thomas at bat. That's who I'm going to put it in the scorebook as. No, this isn't Thomas. Thomas is was a big guy you're last right, pitcher. Right. I couldn't tell you who this guy is, though. This is not Caleb Thomas. First pitch is taken for a ball. 1-0 pitch from Weeby is down and away. Ball number two. I mean, that is what I wrote in my scorebook is not Caleb Thomas. Not Caleb Thomas. Another guy in a yellow jersey. As Weeby is about to throw, it's 2-0 pitch. That's fouled off by not Caleb Thomas. Call him NCT for short. NCT. We probably, if we hollered loud enough, I bet he'd tell us who he was. <laughs> Things are a little relaxed here. This non-league, non-mink league game. So two-one pitch. Another foul ball, and that's gonna head to the creek. Right by beautiful, historic, Ernie Vivian Field. And it definitely looks beautiful tonight as the sun's coming down. Sunset looks very pretty with, that, with those clouds. Yeah, we've got the orange and the yellow and the reds and the blue sky. 2-2 two -two pitch is high. Claro's going to throw down to second base. Non-time is Morrison. Morrison 
It's going to have a stolen base. So now we're just going to have a full count on not Caleb Thomas. NCT. We're improvising here with no numbers, no roster. As 3-2 pitch by Weeby is another foul ball. That'll be out of play. I haven't seen many kids run after the ball tonight. It's kind of different. Usually they're going right past our table. I think they give up on it. <laughs> Maybe they have their limits also. Another full count pitch. That's going to be down and away for another walk. So first two have reached to start the top of the sixth inning with two walks. Now I know who this is. This is shortstop Tyler Brock, also the assistant one of the assistant one of the assistant coaches for the Renegades. He has struck out and walked. First pitch from Weeby is another high ball. It almost takes off his coach's head. That would definitely be a little awkward. Hitting your own coach. One old pitch from Weeby. Down to shoot. Another ball. So he's struggling with command early on so far. Yeah, he's got the speed. And he's got some good selections. He just cannot find the, the location. Zone. So 2 0 pitch. Swing and oh. there goes the bat. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is targeting his players. <laughs> that got everybody to clear out the dugout quickly for the Renegades. <laughs> As he's going to talk to some of his players. <laughs> swung, swung, he fouled it off and just hear a little yell from the Renegades players. Wow. <laughs> I think that means they get a free pass whenever they do that. If, you're, if your assistant coach does it, mm -hmm. I, think, I think you get a free pass. 2-1 pitch, about a foot in front of home plate, taking for another ball. It wasn't it wasn't a fast bat to the dugout, but... It was a loose bat, a flying bat. He does a lot of in-and-out work before the game's hitting balls to the infield players, and first time I've seen him lose the bat. <laughs> As he's going to hit a ground ball to third base, Kiels is going to go to second, throw to first, and that's going to be a double play. That is exactly what Weeby needed. So he had runners on first and second. And he gets a double play. As there's now just a runner at third base as he advances. So it's Q holes to Burton to Taco to Neuer. Now stepping in will be second baseman Nick Lovell. Lovell's going to take the first pitch for a ball outside. So, Weeby hasn't had a lot of first pitch strikes so far. I think I've said a lot. First pitch is taken for a ball, so. 1-0 pitch from Weeby. Another ball away. So it's now 2-0. Well, he just got help from his team with a double play. You don't want to just go add more runners on. He's got to ha have to find a strike zone somehow. As 1-0, 2-0 pitch is... Rocket in the left field for a base hit, and that's going to score the fifth run for the Legends in this game. 
Third baseman Jake Harrison will step in following that two-out single. So Lovell hits a RBI base hit in the left field. Make it a 7-5 ball game. Renegades lead by two runs, two outs, and the top of the sixth inning. We be to look we be looking to cool off after a little stressful inning. His first pitch is another ball. I don't think he's thrown a first pitch strike at all yet. He has not. So Weeby's looking to calm his jitters right now. Fifth batter he's faced in this inning. This batter has a little bit of a tear in his back pant, pants pocket. Don't know if he knows that, but maybe it's for good luck. So the 2-0 and pitch on the way from Weeby. It's high and inside for ball three. He cannot find a strike zone right now. And really... Really unlucky when he did find a strike zone. It was a base hit for an RBI. He's thrown about 10 pitches that have not found the strike zone. Last 10 pitches he's thrown. 3-0 pitches right down the chute for ball one, or excuse me, strike one. Well, if you talk about it, it'll happen. So that's the first one he's had in about 10 pitches. You can make it back-to-back. Weeby now has a 3-1 count. Pitch on the way is another foul ball. The first foul ball, I should say. He's fouled straight back. And that takes the count to full. So Weeby goes from 3-0 and to 3-2. and He's got two outs in the inning. Runner on first base. And full count pitch. Runner is going to second. Looked like, looked like it was a hit and run as he fouls it off. Yeah, they were. Starting the uh, one-horse carousel there. There's only one runner on, but starting the runner since it was a full count, two outs. Runner kind of hesitated when going to second. Couldn't quite tell if he was going for a second. Level once he's on first base. So level on first base, 3-2 pitch. Another foul ball. He's putting up a good fight in his at-bat. Racking up Weavey's pitch count. Well, this will be the eighth pitch of the at-bat. And we'll see if Weeby can put him away and end the inning, send the Renegades up by two to the bottom of the six. As full count pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Foul tip into the catcher's glove. So Weeby gets out of it, only giving up one run. It's still a 7-5 ball game. Renegades lead by two runs. We're going to head to the bottom of the sixth inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Dust City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. In 2007, 16-year-old Tyler Hill died while on a student trip to Japan. Hospital officials say his life could have been saved had he received immediate attention there, but it didn't happen. Let's make sure Tyler's story is not repeated. The cause is clear. Keep kids safe. Find out more at clearcausefoundation.org. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track? Instead of flying to the big interview, what if you flew somewhere else altogether? Like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific? 
where needs are easy to see. What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps, life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. New pitcher on the mound. I didn't catch who the name was. As the Renegades will send hitters three, four, and five to the plate. That's designated hitter in Caden Hessel. Third baseman Joseph Kuholz. And right fielder in David Dell. Well, I know on the Hessel. pitcher on the mound. Definitely know it's not Caleb Thomas. Yeah, I know it's not him either. So we're about ready for play here in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's first pitch to Hessel. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me clear my throat. But it is indeed a ball. Hessel. Head in the count. 1-0 pitch. It's big cut as he falls to his back leg. He was looking to send that ball to the moon. But instead, it goes behind him to the net for strike one. That was even the count at one and one. We said not didn't catch who the new pitcher on the mound was. Also wearing number 24, the designated hitter for tonight as he wiggles his bat. One one pitch on the way. He's going to ground it right back to the pitcher. It's off his glove. He's going to underhand it to the first base for the outs. It looked like that was going to be some trouble there. Yeah, but he stays with it. He gets the out. Third baseman, Joseph Kielholz. Kielholz had an RBI single two innings ago in that big four-run fourth inning. Well, it is a beautiful night at the ballpark. We've gotten a lot of fans show up. It wasn't as packed as it was in the beginning of the game, but lots of fans have showed up as Kuhls is going to take first pitch for a ball. Sunset was looking nice earlier. Great Kuhls. blue sky, blue dark sky right now. Kuhls has had a 1-3 put out, a strikeout, and an RBI single. He's going to take second pitch for a ball. Scratcher was looking to frame it up. I almost, he almost fooled me. I almost thought that was a strike. But it's not. And the 2-0 pitch to him is a strike. So Kielholz now has a 2-1 strike on him. Kielholz batting third base tonight. He's primarily played shortstop in his starts so far this season. As 2-1 pitch, he takes it for another ball. So that'll make it 3-1. A lot of different Renegades players playing different positions tonight. Kielholz is one of them as he takes ball four for a one-out walk. So he will jog on down to first base. Right fielder David Dell. He has had a single to right field and a stolen base. He was out on a 4-3 putout and had a two-RBI single 
in the bottom of the fourth inning. Dell in his first start of the season. He's put up good numbers. He's looking to impress. He's a very wide stance, wearing number seven tonight. He takes first pitch for a ball outside. Has his hands down low, almost right next to his hip. But he's able to move the bat up as he gets in his load. So Dell playing right field tonight. Two hits on the night. Looking to make it three. As 1-0 pitch on the way. Big cut and a miss as he's late on that one. So that'll be even count, one and one. One's all across the board. One ball, one strike, one out. He took a big rip at that one. The on-deck circle catcher, Al Claro. Still gets into his stance. There's a little elbow tap. 1-1 pitch. Taken inside for ball two. Seven five Renegades leading over the Legends here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Throw over to first. Kielos gets back with ease. She didn't even need a slide. Looks like we got the older brother Voss playing first base now. So I could have been wrong. Maybe he does hit as well. Maybe he didn't hit with the right bat earlier. As 2-1 pitch to Dell. Inside, ball three. So both pitchers on both teams kind of losing control of their command. As not Caleb Thomas on the mound. Has a 3-1 count. And the pitch on the way to Dell. It looks very close, but it's taken for ball four. So back-to-back walks with one out. So catcher all Claro will step in now. He has struck out twice and hit into a fielder's choice to end the bottom of the fourth inning. Claro behind the plate tonight. He's got a fair share of catching opportunities so far in this young season. Primarily been Claro and Hamilton Anderson, who has a night off tonight. Some big-name players on the Renegades having some nights off, one of them being Hamilton Anderson, the other being Carter Mize. And well, he, he had the night off from the field. He's been busy walking around selling 50-50 raffle tickets. Oh, I haven't even noticed. So he's been busy... Just not on the diamond. Still supporting his team. Just not on the diamond, like you said. As Claro has runners on first and second after back-to-back one-out walks. As first pitch to Claro is a foul ball straight back. So it'll be a first pitch strike. He'll have two on with one out here as we play. In the bottom of the sixth inning. Coral holds his hands a little far from his head. Wide stance. It's 0-1 pitch. Taken just low for ball one. And again, one's all across the board. One ball, one strike, one out. To Al Claro, who is the catcher, wearing number four. I wonder who else wears number four and is a catcher. 1-1 pitch, 
Gets away from the catcher, but runner's going to stay put. That pitch is taken for a ball. So two one cat or excuse me two one count on Claro. Runner on second is cue holes. Runner on first. Foul ball by Claro. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Runner on first is Dell. So Claro has a 2-2 count on him. Still one out in the inning. So he gets into his stance. Rests his bat on his shoulder. Lifts it back up. Wiggles it around. As next pitch. Ooh, great pitch. Taken for strike three. Claro didn't like that pitch, but that ball moved right into the middle of the strike zone as we even have a young fan questioning that's right, call. First baseman Seth DeNoyer will step in. He's had an RBI double. He's had a single and a pop out to left field. So Seth Taco DeNoyer, wearing number 15, playing first base tonight, steps in at the plate. Has a relaxed stance. Moves his body very slowly as he takes the first pitch for a strike. That was a beautiful straight. Yeah, it was. Down central. Looked like it froze Taco for a second. Runners on first and second still after the one-out walks. Two outs now for DeNoyer. Next pitch. Taken... For a ball. I thought that the uh, umpire was going to signal for strike number two, but does not. Yeah, I almost said strike as well, but I held off just like the umpire did. So 1-1 one, 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 one pitch on Denoyer. He thought about it, but he takes it high for ball two. Taco is looking to do some damage, looking to add some insurance runs as Renegades still lead by two runs. It's a 7-5 ball game in the bottom of the sixth inning. 2-1 count. Taking low and away. Great job by the catcher saving that ball. I'm going to the backstop. Looked like he backhanded that ball as is getting away from him. But... Makes it a 3-1 count on DeNoyer. Two outs in the inning. Runners on first and second. 3-1 pitch. Taken high and deep in the left field. That ball is going over the left fielder's head. And it is caught on the warning track. I think DeNoyer thought that was gone. I thought that ball was gone. I was getting ready to do my very first home run call. I think went a mile but didn't leave the park. Mile high, that's for sure. So the Renegades leave runners stranded at first and second. Still a 7-5 ball game as we head to the top of the seventh inning. We'll take a small break as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hi, I'm Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, here for Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Yeah, you know we love it when the music does the talking. And you know, the music stops when someone gets killed. So Never, never, never let someone you know get behind the wheel if they've been drinking. So keep it real, keep it real. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. In 2007, 16-year-old Tyler Hill died while on a student trip to Japan. Hospital officials say his life could have been saved had he received immediate attention there, but it didn't happen. Let's make sure Tyler's story is not repeated. The cause is clear. Keep kids safe. Find out more at clearcausefoundation.org. Children of America. Catch who they said was pitching. Kind of like they said my name. I think there's a Grayson on the Renegade. Yeah, Grayson Gregridge, but I don't think he said Gregridge. I think he said something with Asen. Or Mason, Jason. Well, it might be Grayson Gregridge. Warsaw, Missouri, six foot, hundred ninety-five pound right-hander. Wearing number, I think it's number twenty-nine. Yeah, I don't have a twenty-nine listed on the roster, but he's a freshman at State Fair Community College. I did catch him say part of that, so that's who we're going to go with at least. And I believe this is right fielder Mason Price. The announcer agrees with us. So. Yeah, you are indeed correct. We're not sure if we're right, but we at least concur. Yeah, we're trying. Working without an official roster or jersey numbers. As first pitch is taken way high and inside, right by his face. Tall guy, but that pitch is right by his face. So I'm going to go with it's Greg Rich on the mound. As his 1-0 pitch, it's big cut and a miss, or cut and a foul, I should say. That pitch goes straight back, right over our heads to the right side of us. So I even to count at 1-1. One one. So he rests his bat, Price rests his bat on his shoulders, lifts it up. See, so he takes his third pitch for a strike. Now it's one and two. So now he chokes up as he has two strikes on him. Lifts the bat off his shoulder. Swings and it's a very high foul ball behind us. And that's in the creek. He's trying to stay alive. This will be the fifth pitch of the bat here. And he made some adjustments after he had two strikes. He's choking up now. He's lifting his bat off his shoulders. So he has one-two pitch on the way. Ball outside high. That could be a breaking ball that got away from 
who we think is Greg Rich. Yeah, it was a breaking ball that didn't do much breaking there. So 2-2 pitch on Price. Pitch on the way. Another high breaking ball. That's going to be... That's going to make it a full count, three and two. That's going to be pitch number seven of the at-bat. Price is working a good at-bat, fouling off pitches, taking pitches, trying to make the pitcher work. As full count pitch on the way, swing and a foul ball. He was running the first base. He didn't know if he hit that at all, but umpire says it was a foul ball. Yeah, I thought it was... I think he caught much of that. I just thought it was out of the glove of Claro. The price is still sitting at a full count. Three and two pitch on the way. It's ball outside. Breaking ball that didn't break again. Now stepping in will be catcher J.D. Reese. So Reese has one on, no outs, as we are in the top of the seventh inning. Renegade still leading by two. It's a 7-5 ball game. Ball gets away from Claro. And runner's going to make it to second base on the pass ball wild pitch from Greg Rich. So Price makes it at second base. Double play ball is now out of consideration. Unless something magical happens, but... The typical double play is out of the conversation now. As Reese shakes his bat. 1-0 pitch. Big cut and a miss. Fastball blew right by, by him. So now it's 1-1 count. So Legend scored a run in the last inning, but... Neither team has really scored much since that big fourth inning for both sides. This ball bounces about two feet in front of home plate. The runner's going to stay put at second base. Runner in Price at second base. As Reese has a 2-1 count on him. Greg Rich looking to calm down. Throw some strikes. Get it by him. Get out of this inning. Says 2-1 pitch on the way. Inside for strike two. That was a good pitch. Yeah, that was. That was some heat there. and Threw his cap off in the process. Totally froze Reese. He digs back in. Digs back in. Taps his bat on the home plate. Does a little half swing. Wiggles his bat. As a 2-2 pitch on the way. Ooh, just low. Man, I thought that was close, but that's going to make it a full count now. That thing was inside, but it looked to be high enough for a strike in my opinion, but he's going to be taking his ball three. That's full count pitch on the way. Another big cut as he fouls it off to the back. And that one's going to be close to the parking lot. Sounds like you got somebody's window. <laughs> nice old sound effects being displayed. 
So Reese has a full count on him. Second baseman dancing behind the bag. Pitch on the way. He's going to crank it to center field. Reether on his horse. He's on track. It's off the top of the wall. That was a couple of feet from going out. But Price is going to score. That makes a 7-6 ball game. I think it was a monster hit right there. Yeah, he absolutely cranked that right by the 375 sign. I'd say that was about 373 feet. That thing, there's a big yellow line at the top of the wall here at Ernie Vivian Field. That thing was probably an inch lower than that. Left fielder, Cody Creed. And that one's right over my head. Can't exactly catch that. So first pitch is a strike. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend putting your hand through the net. No, that'd probably hurt a tiny bit. I'm no doctor, but... Just play one on the radio. <laughs> a one pitch to the left-hander. Bounces probably three feet in front of home plate. <laughs> Clarell gets it back, but Reese, Reese wasn't ready to run on that. He... He was he was staying all the way. The third base coach was telling him to come on, but he was saying, nope, nope, I am not going. You, you could hear the third base coach say, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he's, he was still talking to Reese after that play. He's saying, what are you doing? But he's going to stay put at second base, 1-1 one, one pitch. He's going to bunt it towards the pitcher, Greg Rich. He's going to bear a hand. He's going to throw it to first as air mails over the first base to Neuer. Right fielder has to get it. And the Legends are going to tie it up at 7-7. But still no outs. Man, Greg Rich almost made a fantastic play. This ball was bunted to the right side of him. He barehands it. He does a little jump throw to first, but probably should have taken his time just a little bit longer. Now batting designated hitter Derek Sheckles. Shekels has a runner on second base, no outs. First pitch is taken, fastball pie. Had to make the short Claro jump off his feet to get that ball. Claro's done a fantastic job behind the plate tonight. His 1-0 pitch, this ball gets away from him. Runner's going to go to third, and he's not going to throw it down. Look at that thing rung off the post right behind home plate. Greg Rich has got himself in a jam. Trying to work out of it. Yeah, he has a 2-0 count on Shekels. Rudder now on third base after the pass ball. It's 2-0 pitch. Way over. That thing was... Probably that was just a bit outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit of an understatement, but that thing was high. Thing was what, about 12 I think, foot in the air? I think that thing could have cleared the bleachers if there was no net here. Gregory just needs to take take a breath, calm down. It's 3-0 count on Sheckles. Runner on third base, no outs. 7-7 seven, seven ball game now. And it's another ball. So Greg Rich has kind of come on loose right now here in the top of the seventh inning. 
First baseman Kevin Hagner will step in. You know, the good thing, though, to find some silver lining in this is where he's missing has been pretty consistent. He's missing outside and high. Yeah. So from that standpoint, he's got a good location with all of them. They're, they're very tightly grouped. They're just not anywhere near his target. First pitch on the way, taken for a ball. That one's higher, but it was closer to the strike zone, which is an improvement of what we've seen so far. Hagner shakes his bat, wiggles his bat by his head. It's 1-0 pitch, taken down and away for ball two. Claro doing a great job as Gregorich is, like I said, coming on loose. Claro's doing a great job of keeping track of these balls. He's only let one or two get behind him. So still no outs. Runner on first and third. 2-0 pitch. Taken for a strike. That's what he needed. Looks to be a fastball right down the middle. So now Hagner has a 2-1 count on him. Hopefully that strike gets Gregory to keep going now. It's 2-1 pitch. Is served in the right field. It's a fair ball right on the line. He's going to make it down to second base if one run scores. Here comes the next runner. And he will score. It is now a 9-7 Legends lead with still no outs. As Hagner just serves that right down the right field line. Look like, I think I maybe have saw the chalk rise up. This is that close to a foul ball. I'm adding Blake McFeeders, center fielder. He's walked and struck out. So McFeeders has a runner on second. Still no outs in the inning as Legends have now scored four runs in the top of the seventh inning. They now lead 9-7 against the Renegades. Gregor's looking to cool down as first pitch is down the way for a ball. So McFeeders has one ball on him, 1-0 pitch, right by his head. He did a great job avoiding getting out of the way of that. Scragridge looks to be pretty frustrated. Just got to calm down. Let his defense work for him. He still has no outs in the inning. So 2-0 pitch, taken for a strike. This upcoming pitch, this will be the 30th pitch of the inning. Not sure what happened there. Gregor's kind of shook his head after that strike. I, he must have thought it was a called ball for a second. He was kind of got McFeeders confused as well as he's going to step off the mound. So 2-1 count, pitch on the way. Taking for strike two. Scragrich has two strikes on McFeeders. Runner on second base, no outs. McFeeders wiggles his bat, bat up and down. Runner on the way to third base. Hit and run to look to be on. <laughs> it's a 
grown from the dugout. But it's a fouled back. And keeps it at two and two. Cameron Morrison in the on-deck circle. So 2-2 two -two pitch on the way to McFeeders. Down, down. I almost said down away, but that was just down. So be ball three. Full count. Next pitch, very, very close, but that's going to be taken for a ball. Cameron Morris. Morris or Morrison? I wrote down Morrison, but it's possible it's Morris. It's Morris steps in, runners on first and second. It's first pitch. Is another ball. So one old pitch on the way, taken inside for ball two. Man, Gregory is just really struggling with this strike zone. That's pitch number thirty-five here in the inning. I know it's just a non-league game, but you got to wonder is D'Amelio's going to let him finish this inning or if he'll take him out soon if things start getting worse. Next pitch is down the way for ball three. He is looking real frustrated right now. There is room to put, Morrison. <laughs> That's about the best I can come up with. So Morris has a 3-0 count on him. Puts his bat on his shoulder. Rests it. He's taken all the way for ball four. Gregor just wiping his face. I think he's wondering if he is going to be taken out. He is. Amelia finally coming to the mound. Josiah Imhoff will step into the game now. So Renegades have given up four runs. They still have no outs in the inning as bases are now loaded for Imhoff. Gregorich is going to be taken out of the game. And he was just really, he, like you said, he had consistency of where he was trying to put his pitches, but he could just not find a strike zone. He could not get any swings and misses or anything. So we're going to get a left-hander to throw in. And good Lord. Mick Vonfeldt. Ooh. Big old moth. That's the biggest moth I've ever seen. Vonfeldt is going to be pitching the southpaw. That was a rather large moth, I do agree. Yeah, I am completely awed right now. That looked like a butterfly for a second, but... So Mick Vonfelt will check into the game now on the mound. Imhoff, we said at bat, will check some ink league scores. Let me refresh my page. 
Well, maybe. Well, might just be a minute here. So we're still in this non-league game. Legends now lead 9-7 to seven as Bonfeld has his last warm-up pitch go in. We'll see if he gets better luck than Greg Rich had been getting. Well, there's something going on with uh, point streak system. I can't get it to load. First pitch from Bonfeld. Taken for a strike. That might be the first first pitch strike we have seen so far this inning. I could be wrong, but first one I've seen in a while. So 0-1 pitch from Von Feltz. Taken strike two. There that gets the crowd excited. Yeah, they've they've been pretty disappointed in this inning. Good to see strikes finally being thrown. As 0-2 pitch, taken for strike three. He gets the backwards K on a breaking ball. Vonfeld comes in and shuts him down with three pitches. I think Josiah Imhoff, or Imhoff rather, I think that was who we yeah, Imhoff, not Caleb Thomas. Here, <laughs> shortstop Tyler Brock will step in now. Tyler Brock has a little close but open wide stance. Takes first pitch down and away for ball one. Brock is the assistant coach for the Renegades. If you haven't heard us say that already, he's playing shortstop tonight. So he has a 1 0 count on him. Bounce in the dirt for ball two. So bases are still loaded. One out now. As Legend scored four runs without. Getting an out. But Bonfeld comes in, sits him down, 1-2-3. As 2-0 pitch, just down. Breaking ball that did break, but breaked out of the zone. So now he has a 3-0 pitch on his assistant coach, Brock. Brock wiggles his bat, gets ready. And that pitch is taken for a strike. Seen a lot from the Legends. If they get a 3-0 or 2-0 count, they're, they're usually taken all the way. Seen that a few times now. Zavonfeld has him 3-1. Next pitch, right down the middle for strike two. So now Brock goes from 3-0 to 3-2. Renegades will love to get a double play here. Get them out of this long inning. Full count pitch. Skips in. Behind the plate as Run's going to score anyway on the walk to Brock. Walk to Brock. Does that rhyme? Close enough at this point in the game. <laughs> so now Legends are going to have double digits now. So There's now a 10-7 ball game. Which was a 7-5 ball game in the beginning of this inning. Second baseman Nick Lovell will step in. Lovell's going to swing at the first pitch and foul it off to the right side. So lots of walks in this inning. Bases are now loaded again. 
Bonfeld has level on 0-1 count. One out. His pitch on the way. Taken high for ball one. Do have a double play in effect at any base. Force out anywhere. One one pitch on the way. Just slow for ball two. It looks like the balls Vonfeld is throwing just looks, looks to be change ups. It just they're breaking out of the zone instead of where he wants them to be. It's two one pitches called strike two. Base is loaded. Level at the plate. He has an even count at two and two. And another backwards K. As Lovell takes strike three on the fastball. Third baseman, Jake Harrison. He will step in now. He is the... Eleventh at batter of the inning. Pretty crazy. As Legends have scored five runs this inning. First pitch to Harrison. Big cut. See swings and misses for strike one. So Renegades only need one more out. So they look to try to even this game or take the lead as they head to the bottom of the seventh soon. I shouldn't be talking too soon. So there's now an 0-2 pitch on Harrison. Bonfell looking to get out of this big jam. Limit the damage. Next pitch. Swing and a miss. He's going to fall down. Clarell's going to get the ball. He's going to throw to first. And he just gets him. I couldn't Didn't quite get tell him for by a much, but got him enough. He had to throw all the way from the backstop to get him. So Renegades give up five runs in this inning. As we head to the seventh inning stretch, Legends, the Jeff City Legends now lead 10 to 7. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Destiny Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Hi, this is Carl Edwards here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You want to make a difference? It's simple. Be responsible. Plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Well, we go to the bottom of the seventh inning after we were in the top of the seventh for quite some time. We go to the bottom of seven.
So Cody Creed will be on the mound now for the Legends. We saw Creed bat a few innings ago. Renegades will send 8-9-1 to the plate. That is shortstop Jason Marte. Left fielder Joe Zink will be in the on-deck circle, and in the hole will be a second baseman top of the order in Ben Burton. Five spot given up in the last inning. So it'll be a 10-7 ball game right now. Still point streak system having an error, unable to get the scoreboard to load right now. Jason Marte, shortstop, will step in. Well, the one score we can tell you is Renegades are now trailing Jesse Legends 10-7. to As Blake just said, first hitter, Jason Marte, he takes first pitch for a ball. Renegades looking to take their lead back as it was given up in the top of the seventh inning with five runs being scored. Next pitch is another ball. It's been a great offensive game for both sides. As combined total of 17 runs scored. This next pitch is down and away for ball three. A leadoff walk would definitely get this team going right now. So Creed throws a 3-0 pitch. Big cut and a miss from Marte. It wasn't a real good pitch for him to swing at, but he was trying to yeah, cut like that three-run lead down. Pretty late on that. Next pitch is taken for a strike again. So Marte goes from 3-0 pitch to full count of 3-2. and two. So Creed delivers. Full count pitch on the way. And he thought it was a walk, but that's going to be taking strike three. Marte through the bat. Cannot believe it. So he goes from 3-0 to backwards K looking as left fielder Joe Zink comes up to bat. The number nine hitter tonight. We hear a lot of sirens going on. They're, thought they were coming to the ballpark. Yeah, they're close to us, but first pitch is way behind behind the sink. catcher. Hopefully, whatever that is, we're hoping they're okay. They are real close to the ballpark tonight. Next pitch is a ball, two and zero on Joe Zink, the left fielder. <laughs> we see. The second baseman, Ben Burton, taking swings left-handed. He's primarily a right-handed hitter, but never know. We saw that the other night. I believe it was a player on the on the Griffins. He was batting right-handed. The <laughs> and we see Zink takes a walk, and he takes probably the biggest leg kick I have ever seen. So Renegade is really trying to switch it up. Ben Burton comes to the plates. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting off track. I see Ben Burton swing left-handed, and then I see Joe Zink take the highest, mightiest leg kick of all time. So one out, 
Runner on first, Creed's pitch. First pitch is taken for a strike. Burton has been able to deliver in these games for the Renegades. He's looking to deliver another right now and get these this team closer to winning. So they're down three runs. His next pitch skips in the dirt for ball one. Thought that might hit Burton, but yeah, I thought I did too. He might as well just lean into it, get another runner on base. But that's technically not legal. Throw over to first, gets away from the first baseman. Zing's going to run over to second base. He hesitated for a second. He's going to go over to third base. Ball is still not fielded. Throw over to third, finally gets to the third baseman. Zing's going to make it to third base. So check throw on first base, gets Zing to go over to third base. And Reether's not yet up to bat. PA announcer says Tommy Reether, but Burton is still up to bat. Reether will be up next, though. He he is in the on-deck circle. So they took off the count on Burton on the scoreboard. So be a 1-1 count. 1-1. Now 2-1. Thank you, Mr. Umpire. And thank you, Blake. One out here as we play in the bottom of the seventh. 2-1 pitch. Taken for 3-1 pitch. So Zink moves over from first to third. One out. Runner on third base for Ben Burton. The second baseman playing tonight. 3-1 pitch. Taken for ball four. There's another walk. Now at bat will be center fielder Tommy Reether. Reether, the left-handed hitter. Looking to score that run. That is 90 feet away at third base. A sack fly would even do just to put him in a better position to win. First pitch is real high and in tight for ball one. So Tommy has a 1-0 count. He's going to rip it. Foul. Another foul ball by the Legends dugout. As they have been playing ships and sailors over there, trying to avoid everything. So far, nobody's got hit yet. but uh... I'm still surprised on that one foul ball that nearly took off everyone's heads. That's why I say ships and sailors. If you play ships and sailors, as soon as you say poop deck, you fall straight to the ground, and that's exactly what their dugout did. 1-1 pitch. Grounded like five feet in front of the home plate. So that'll be 2-1. Bugs are out again tonight. Still a beautiful night here at Ernie Vivian Field. Historic Ernie Vivian Field. And it's just been a beautiful night for baseball. As Renegades are trailing the Legends 10-7. We got runners on first and third. One out for Tommy Reether. 2-1 pitch. Inside behind the catcher. Runner's going to come in to home. And he's going to be safe. Slid under the tag there. Hey, just slid under the tag. I was waiting to see if Burton was halfway between second and third. He decided to stay put at second. 
he possibly could have made it to third, but he decides otherwise. So now, Renegades put up a run. It's now 10 to 8 as they're another step closer. Reether has a 3 1 count on him. Creed's pitch on the way. Another ball as he gets away from the catcher again. Burton sprints to third. So. He'll take the bag at third. Reether now at first. His time's called. As coach for the Legends is going to talk to Creed. Stepping in now, designated hitter Caden Hessel. Hessel has struck out, hit into a double, hit by pitch. Sorry, he had a, yeah, he had a hit by pitch, and then was out on a 1-3 put out. Also looking to get the runner in from third, 90 feet away. Trying to make it just a one-run Legends lead. On deck for the Renegades is Joseph Keelholz, third baseman for tonight. Also gets ready for his first pitch. Outside and away for ball one. So just like the Legends did, Renegades are doing some damage trying to walk their way to some runs as they've scored one so far on a pass ball. 1-0 pitch to Helsel. Taking for a strike, looking. Helsel wearing number 24, batting on the right side. Wide stance. Wiggles his bat. 1-1 pitch on the way. He's going to swing and foul it off to, to the back side of us. So now Helsel has a 1-2 count on him with one out. Hoping to avoid the double play balls. There's runner on first and third. Helsel digs in, wiggles his bat. Gets ready from the pitch by Creed. And that is just taken outside. That was a close call, but that'll make it two and two. I don't think that's a, a pitch I'd want to take again. No, if anything, he needs to be aggressive and swing at something like that. Hopefully get contact, get this runner in from third. So 2-2 pitch by Creed. Runner's going to second as he's going to hit a laser foul ball to right field. That went into the bullpen, I think. Looks like we got a side armor up in the bullpen for the Legends. As Creed is still on the mound now, he's got a 2-2 count on Hessel. Still runners on first and third. 2-2 pitch. Bounces in right by his legs. I have zero idea how he avoided that, but he just stood there. So now full count on Caden Hessel. I don't know why I just had a country accent all of a sudden, but the great night like tonight's might as well. So full count 
He's going to swing and poke his bat out. That's going to be another foul ball down the right field line. He's been behind a couple of those. Yeah. A bunch of these breaking balls. He's not ready to hit for them. They look good, but if he gets on it, then he gets it in a long way. So Creed has a full count on Hessel. Runners on first and third. One out. Delivery on the way. That is high for ball four. So here comes up the third baseman, Joseph Keyholes. Or as the PA announcer says, Keyholes. Keyholes has hit into a 1-3 out, struck out, had an RBI single, and a walk. So bases are now loaded. First pitch on the way. Taken for a strike. He thought about it for a split second. Keyholes could just get a base hit here, and he could tie the game right up. It's 10-8, to eight, bottom of the seventh. Creed's 0-1 pitch on the way. He's going to swing again, but that's going to be a foul ball. These foul balls are brought to, a lot, brought to you by a lot of sponsors. I had no idea the Renegades did that. So Keyholes has an 0-2 count on him. Creed shaking off a lot of pitches. Finally gets in when he wants. And he bounces it in the dirt. Burton's going to, he really thought about it, but he's going to say put a third. It's probably the wise decision. He thought about going, but that's twice now he's had to make a head first slide back to the bag. He's looking to be real aggressive out there at third. He wants to get this, his team closer. So one two count on Keelhole still. Creed gets the pitch he wants. Sets up. Fires. That's gonna be ball two. Up tight to Keelholes. Looked like a good pitch. It was just high. Yeah. Creed's two two pitch on the way. He's gonna ground it. Base hit in the right field. Here comes Burton. Here comes the runner from second base. It's a tie game. As three runs are going to score, he's going to make it to third base with a triple. Renegades now have a lead of 11 to 10. That's a three-run triple by Joseph Keyholes. And I wasn't paying attention to the right fielder. Did he bobble that ball? It looked yeah, like it got past him. looked like a straight ball to the right fielder. He overran it just a little bit. Right fielder David Dell will step in now. So Renegades now have an 11-10 lead on a three-run triple by Joseph Keyholes. Can you believe that? And there's still just one out in the inning as David Dell comes up to bat. Dell does his little Joe Morgan elbow tap. First pitch on the way is taken for strike one. Wow, this has been a great ball game between these two teams. It's been a fun non-league game. It's 0-1 pitch on the way. It's taken down for ball one. 
It has been a battle back and forth. I can't believe that ball turned into a triple. Well, it also doesn't help the situation. Dell's going to rip another base hit in the left field. It's now a 12-10 Renegades lead. Going to say it doesn't help the situation any that Keelholz is one of the fastest players on the team. So once he gets those those engine going, he is off to the races. Yeah, he almost beat out a little dribbler to pitcher earlier. And he finally gets his chance to run as he hits that triple. Looks like Creed is going to be taken out of the ball game. He's talking to his coach. Also step in for catcher Al Clareau. Let's see who the new pitcher is. I'm running out of space on my sheet to write. It is no number green hat. <laughs> Not Caleb Thomas. Version 2.0. Yeah, 2.0, 3.0, who knows. He's got a Nifty side He's on got delivery. a pretty, pretty wicked delivery there. Yeah. Let's see how Chloro fares out. See his first batter up to bat against him. So this is Kevin Hagner. I think at this point it's safe to say that to play for the Legends, you have to pitch and play a position somewhere else on the field. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a lot of that tonight. Nothing wrong with that by any means. So Legends score five runs in the top of the seventh inning. Renegades have bounced back, and they've scored five runs as well. They still only have one out as Joseph Kuholz gives them the lead with a three-run triple. And then David Dell extends that lead with some insurance with a base hit in the left field. To make it 12 to 10. It's been a very exciting game. So catcher Al Claro will step in. He has struck out, struck out, fielder's choice, and a strikeout. So Claro stepping in against this new pitcher, Hagner. As side armor delivers, he's going to throw the first pitch for a ball. Crow has a big gap between first and second. He's going to ground the ball into the shortstop. He's going to field it. He's going to throw to first. And he barely gets out Clarot. But runner will advance to second base. I couldn't tell if either shortstop or third base was going to field that ball, but it ended up being the shortstop. Now stepping in first baseman, Seth DeNoyer. We'll see what Taco can do with two outs with runner on second base. Renegades do take the lead back here with a five spot here, matching the five spot put up in the top of the inning. His first pitch to DeNoyer, taking high, looked to be a slider, high. For ball one. Denoyer, the ninth batter of the inning. Second pitch. Taking for a strike. That'll be a 1 1 on. Kent. As the second baseman's trying to cover the bag with runner on second. 
Another foul ball right over my head. Renegades have done that a lot tonight. They've hit the ball a lot into right field, right between first and second. So Dunoy has another good chance as he's had one of those hits to right field. He can do that again. He can probably bring in another run. Score lucky number 13. As one-two pitch. Just, just inside. That was very close. So the side armor, Hagner, has 2-2 two -two counts on Taco Denoyer. And he fools him as he swings and misses on the breaking ball. So a fantastic inning by the Renegades as they score five runs to take a 12-10 lead against the Jeff City Legends in this non-league game. So you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jeff City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Paul Stanley from Kiss for Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Some of us work months producing a CD, but in less time than it takes to play it, someone will be killed in an alcohol-related crash. So please don't drive when you've been drinking. Plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver. Remember, friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart Mick Bonfeld stays on the mound as we enter the top of the eighth inning leading off the inning will be the number four hitter right fielder Mason Price Price was one of the runners who scored in the Legends' top half of the seventh inning as they scored five runs. Both teams scoring five spots in the last inning. Both teams sending their entire roster to bat, it seems. First pitch is down for a breaking ball. That's going to be strike one as the Price swings on top of that. Bonfeld has been delivering strikes since he's been called into the game. He steps off the mound real quick, talk to his catcher. It was nine batters sent to the plate for the Renegades. A one pitch by Vonfeld. There's a ground ball right over the glove of Vonfeld. And just goes by Jason Marte, who didn't seem to get a glove down on that. Yeah, it went by everybody's glove. J.D. Reese will step in. He's a right-handed batter. He struck out, had a RBI double. Make that two RBI doubles. So first, first pitch down low for ball one. It's been a long but good night here at the ballpark at historic Ernie Vivian Field. It's a 12-10 lead. Renegades lead, lead by two. 
as we're in the top of the eighth inning as he's going to foul it off to the right side. Reese fouls it off to the right, right side. I forgot who was up to bat for a second. So Reese has runner on first base. And Price, who had a base hit just a moment ago. 1-1 one, one pitch. Right down the middle for strike two. So Vonfeld's been putting the ball right up the zone. He's looked very good so far as he's come in. Only giving up one run. Well, bases were loaded last inning. Next pitch is chopper to the left side for a foul ball. So it'll still be a 1-2 count on Reese. So Renegade's looking to turn a double play. Runner on first base. Bonfeld's 1-2 pitch. Taken for strike three. Right a backwards K on that guy. So there's one out in the inning. Left fielder Cody Creed will step in. He is hit into a 5-3 put out, struck out, and had an RBI double. Creed just pitched for the Legends. So he gave up some runs. Give the Renegades their lead back. She takes first pitch outside, breaking ball away. So he throws right, bats left. Has a 1-0 count. Vonfeld delivers. High and inside. That'll be 2-0. I'd like to see him hit into the double play and get out of here. This inning with no damage done. Yeah, we would love to see them win this come-behind non-league game. Next pitch, great stop by Claro. He does a little tap dancing as he catches that ball. <laughs> but I'll be a 3-0 count on Creed. Runner still on first base. Renegade's looking for the double play. Bonfeldt throws the ball for ball four. So, so Shekels comes up to bat. Renegades still have the chance for a double play. Runners on first and second. So four out just about anywhere but home plate. Shekels batting on the right side. He steps in, waves his bat around, wiggles it right by his head. Vonfeld's first pitch. He's going to rip it into the right center field gap. And that's down for a base hit. Looks like Reether's going to cut the ball off. He's going to throw it in the second. Throw it a second. And he's going to be he's going to be out at second base. Runner does score. Make it a 12-11 game. But the great relay to second base gives the Renegades two outs. And saves the extra damage from happening. That was a great relay from Tommy Reether and yeah, Ben Burton. Exactly how you draw it up. First baseman Kevin Hagner will step in and bat from the right-handed batter's box. Back-to-back -back pitchers from the last inning batting. Hagner, the side armor, comes in the bat. He has two outs. So he takes a takes the hardiest cut I've ever seen. He's he's laughing about it. <laughs> that ball was pretty high. And he just 
Did not catch up to it. So Von Feltz 0-1 pitch on the way. Another hardy cut. That's 0-2. So the pitcher getting his swings in. Runner on third base. Two outs after the great relay by relay by Reether and Burton. Ball away outside. That'll be ball one. So it's still a very close game. 12-11. Tying run is 90 feet away as ball gets away from Clarell. There's going to be a play at the plate. He's going to throw. And he's out at the plate. What a great tag by Von Felt. What a great play by Clarell. They saved the tying run from scoring. Now it's just great defense to get them out of the out of the inning. So the Legends do score a run. That makes it a 12-11 ball game as we head to the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades still leading by one. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jeff City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hey, this is Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers for Rad. I'm here to remind you that drunk drivers are still a major killer of young adults in this country. So always choose a designated driver. And remember, music lives, you should too. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. What would happen if you didn't follow the established path? Would you feel scared or proud? Could you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Would you rather make your own way and spend a lifetime saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov. We go to the top, sorry, bottom of the eighth inning, not quite ready for the top of the ninth. As Kevin Hagner still on the mound for the Legends. They got within one run and tried to take the lead, but caught it home. Got him out of the inning, but it's still one run game. As Renegades 12th. Legends 11. We'll start right back just like we did last inning in the 8-9-1 hitter. Shortstop Jason Marte will bat first in the on-deck circle. Left fielder Joe Zink. And in the hole is second baseman Ben Burton. Yeah, just like Blake said, Marte started the inning in the last inning. That led to a five-run inning to make it a 12 to well, it was a 12 to 10 game, but Legends score one run in the top of the eighth. First pitch is a chopper to third, as third baseman is going to field it, throw it, and that is out number one for the Legends. That was a quick 5-1 put out, one strike. Sorry, one pitch, one out. Now batting left fielder Joe Zink. He had a nice play earlier where he. Got on first base with a walk. Was able to move around the bases. 
Ended up getting a run, sliding under the tag at home. First pitch, he's going <laughs> to... He knew that was an off-speed pitch. He just swung early and could not catch up to it. Yeah, Zinkus had a good game. He had that great running play that Blake just said. His next pitch is taken low for ball. And then he had a bloop double earlier down the right field line. So he's had he's left quite the impression in this game. Next pitch. Great, great slider by the side armor. Again, that looked like that was going to hit him. It was clear over halfway into the batter's box and then gets across home plate. Yeah, I, I really did think it was about to hit him for a second. But instead, makes a 1-2 count. Next pitch. Just inside for ball two. Hagner wanted that pitch. Called for a strike, but they'll even it up at 2-2 two and two on the left fielder, Joe Zink. And not Zink like you find on the periodic table either. As that pitch just a bit outside. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't move back into the strike zone. Moves right behind Zink. Yeah, that one forgot to turn its left blinker on and work in the zone. It instead cut across the zone and got over in the right hand line. Full count pitch is taking strike three and Zink definitely knew that. As catcher I think probably just quintuple clutched to throw to third base. Second baseman Ben Burton, he'll step in. He's had a strikeout, an RBI single, a walk, another strikeout, and another walk. So everyone's having fun here at the ball game. Legends may be losing, but they're still laughing all around as Burton's going to chop a little inside pitch out to the right field line. And he's going to run. He's going to be called out. So three quick one, two, three outs. By the Renegades, Legends head to the top of the ninth inning, down by one. Renegades still leading 12-11. to 11. As we are close to 10 o'clock, you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jefferson City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Paralyzed Veterans of America. Changing lives, building futures. To learn more, visit pba.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Hi, this is Sugarland here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. Music is one of the most important things in our lives, but nothing is more important than life itself. Music lives, and so should you. Please plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. New pitcher on the mound for the Renegades and DJ Silbach. Renegades winning by one run as we head to the top of the ninth inning. They're leading 
12 to 11. It's been quite the game tonight. Non-league game. Everyone's having fun. Smiles all around. Look at that excellent form there by Dawson Schumann. Schumann chasing after the ball. He said he injured his right shoulder last game. He uh, was made a, had, a, had a play at first base. He was on third, playing third base, and had to throw over and just gave it all he had, got the runner out. He said he didn't even realize if the runner was out or safe or not after he knew he injured his shoulder. and So he was done for the night. But he did get the runner. That's the most important part. We got Sweet Caroline playing right now. Got the fans saying, bum, bum, bum. And I was almost singing as well, but realized we are still on air. So Kevin Hagner, the pitcher, steps back in. He was at bat when the runner was counted home. So seal back. Delivers his first pitch to the net. Correct. Right to the net. Looked to be a slider just outside. He threw it by everybody. We know he's got some popcorn here. Second pitch called strike as it's now a 1-1 pitch on the pitcher Hagner. Seelbach, a right-handed pitcher, has a very unique delivery. Unique but powerful as his second pitch is lined into right field for a base hit. Man, legends are going to make this interesting again. That was just a laser to right field. I couldn't tell for a second if it was going to be caught or if it was going to get down, but it yeah. does get down. Dell trying to play that. He didn't have enough time to come up on it. I'll have a pinch runner in as well. I don't know who that is, but I know it's not Blake Thomas. So center fielder Blake McFetters. First pitch is a strike. Yes, pinch runner is not Caleb Thomas. I think that might be McFeeters, actually. I can't read my own handwriting and can't read it off the roster, so I apologize. I'm probably butchering the name. I'm sure I've butchered a lot of names so far. As another hard name, Steelbach pitches outside for ball one. Ball uno. I guess that'd be Pelota uno. I know my Spanish. As one runner on, next pitch. Just slow. He wanted that call. That's going to be two balls, one strike. On McFeeters. Just after 10 o'clock here at historic Ernie Vivian Field here in Jefferson City. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. Next pitch, called a strike. That one straight down central. Hopefully, you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We've had a very fun night at the ballpark. Lots of runs being scored. Uh, Seelbach delivers 2-2 pitch. as a ground ball right back to him. He's going to check the runner at second, but he's going to throw to first. A smart play there. So he could have thrown it away to second. That'd be a 
Very troublesome situation. Batter up to bat, Cameron Morris. As he has a runner on second base with one out. I agree that was a good choice on his to get the fielder's choice at first base. Yeah, he possibly could have got the runner at second, but I'm glad he didn't. As first pitch delivered inside for strike one. Next pitch by Seelbach, just outside for ball one. I was trying to get that ball to cross the inside to the outside part of the strike zone, but couldn't quite get it in there. So one ball, one strike, one out, one runner on. Next pitch by Seelbach, inside for ball two. You can't get nervous now. you got to throw strikes now. We're in the top of the ninth inning. Renegade still leading by one. It's 12 to 11. A combined 23 runs scored in this ball game. As next pitch is grounded ball to shortstop, Marte's going to double clutch. A great scoop by Taco DeNoyer. As a good play on both sides. 6 3 put out there. Jeez, wheeze, I'm getting a moth in my eye. So Josiah Imhoff will step in. Imhoff is the last hope for the Legends with the tying run 90 feet away at third base. Two outs. This could not get any more dramatic right now. So first pitch by Seelbach. Taken outside for ball one. This game has lived up to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a great game to watch, great game to call. I've enjoyed the opportunity Blake's given me to play by play call this game. His next pitch is inside for ball two. It's going to be 2 0 on Imhoff. Yeah, we're just past 10 o'clock. Game's been on for more than three hours now. That's been a long game. Yeah, 2 0 counts. As a chopper, right to Burton. He's going to glove it. He's going to throw it. And that's a winner. That's a winner. That's a winner. Renegades win by a score of 12 to 11. It in was non league, very fun game. It was very unconventional, but sometimes that's all that matters is not how you get the W, but that you got the W. Yes, sir. A win is a win, and it was a very fun night at the ball ballpark. As legends come out, show their sportsmanship. You said a total of 23 runs scored, and I got to say there was a total of, well, unofficially here, about 47 hits between the two teams. Wow. 35 different players saw action tonight. Okay, those last two stats, I might have just made those up. But <laughs> still, a fun night at the ballpark. I wouldn't have doubted it. There, there's a lot of offense in this game today. It was ladies' night as well here at the ballpark. 
I know we both had fun. I think the fans had fun. We got to see, a, I would say, a, a different crowd here tonight. There were some youth baseball players that I know just in hearing them talk about uh, the game and talk about stuff before the game that uh, it was their first game here at Ernie Vivian Field. So that was their first opportunity to catch a Renegades baseball game. So they were kind of talking through what the game would be like and what some of the opportunities that would happen during the game and whatnot. So glad to see them make their first trek out to the ballpark, and hopefully it won't be the last time they're here at the ballpark. As uh, It's a great time to come out, catch some baseball, have some fun, and support your local Renegades. Well, I know this is going to be probably a tough question tonight, but who are you giving the game ball to? Man, I... That is a very tough question. I really don't know. I mean, spectacular performances by everybody tonight. I guess a player that comes to my mind is would be David Dell. In his first start, first game with the Renegades, he put up a couple hits, and he was pretty good tonight. I did have two RBIs as well. I would, I would say that I think I would give a collective team ball to the Legends team, as we said there area talent players who don't see a whole lot of action and they stepped up and made it a fun game and made it an interesting game here as uh hats off to them for answering the call and coming out and having some fun i know i had fun i think they had fun we also got to see the Voss brother matchup and it did go in the way of younger brother who struck out his older brother i just happened to think of that they're out there taking pictures right now but again you know sometimes baseball is more than just what happens in the proverbial on the field as uh, what's on the scoreboard and what happens that way. But good opportunity for brother to match off against brother and players to match up against players and have some fun. So any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I mean, even though this win doesn't go on the actual scorebook, I mean, it was a great thing to see the Renegades play like this tonight. They struggle with offense past couple games. They struggle with pitching. And I think they still have work on pitching, but this offense really showed up tonight, and I hope they keep that going through this next week of home games as they play at least five or more times in the next week here at home. And I just hope they keep that going and just keep that stretch of great baseball, and I'm excited to see what they do. Well, you're right about that. I think it definitely gives them a good uh, shot in the arm of, of such and a confident booster and let them move around into some different positions than what they've normally played as uh, – they were coming into the game riding the two-game losing streak, so that gives them a chance. Just a half game back of the Outlaws. Can't get the uh, point streak system to, to load. It just tells me a bad getaway, so something uh, wrong with that. However, the other games here uh, going on, St. Joseph hosting the Clarinda A's. That, of course, in uh, St. Joseph. The Sedalia Bombers hosting the Joplin Outlaws and the Chillicothe Mudcats hosting the Nevada Griffins. That's the only one we saw a score on, and Nevada was trailing about midway through the game. But as I said, the system has been down and haven't had a chance to uh, get it connected and see any other score and uh, just try it again and cannot get it to, uh, to pull up. But the game, we said, went in favor of the Renegades by a final of 12-11, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be on the road tomorrow as we'll make the trek up to St. Joseph to take on the Mustangs in a game that is going to be a much-needed win to keep the Renegades 
in contention for a Meek League South championship. So until we talk to you tomorrow evening, we'll talk to you about 640 with first pitch at 7 o'clock. For Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gazaway. As you've been listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network, until we talk to you about 640 tomorrow night, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins 4, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Car, Edward Joe, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. (laughs) 